Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Forward, prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Blog Talk Radio. Ready, set, Welcome to the Couch Potato Sports Show, your internet radio home for all sports news and talk. Join Sonny Clark, the hardest working man in sports radio. We cover high school sports. So let's do this. Varsity football is being brought to you by Brian Chadwick of JPN Associates, Fit Body Boot Camp, Five Star HVAC, Spirit Outfitters, Scooters Coffee, Palio's Pizza, Alan Bauer Electric, Buffalo Creek Doors and Floors, Western General Contractors, Regal Rustic and Estate Sale, Nest Egg Wealth Advisors, Stephen Sons Heating and Air Conditioning, Crosslow Insurance, Chain Lee Taekwondo and Harlow Street Surgeon. Hi, yo, 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 everybody, welcome to the Couch Potato Sports Show. Coming to more just working man in sports radio along with Eagle Eye. Bill Turner, how you doing tonight, Bill? It's Friday Night Lights. Well, first of all, I'm going to start out by going, yo, yo, yo. <laughs> it is Friday night. It's a warm Friday night, but I'll tell you what, I'm ready for some smash-mouth football. Yeah, definitely. I got you in there. You sound good. We got background noise, which excites some. So that that's the funny thing. Uh, and we're also going to get the national anthem when they do it. Uh, so we're going to do all that here uh, when we get set. It is your Rowland Eagles taking on the Plano Wildcat. Now, this is a football team, folks. I'm going to tell you right now, this is going to be a different game. You're going to see a lot of ground and pound. You're going to see the time of this game go by quick, meaning when one team runs the football, that means that clock's going to run, and it's going to run a lot, except on first downs and things of that sort. But. The Eagles, that's one thing they're going to have to try to handle and take care of as they get set to take on a running team. And it looks like we're going to do the national anthem. You'll hear that here on the Couch Potato Sports Show. Take a listen. This evening's color guard is provided by the Garland Independent School District Air Force Junior ROTC. While this newly formed program called Rowlett High School Atonian, the unit represents the entire school district and is open to 9th through 12th grade students who apply and are selected for the program. 
The Solar Guard consists of the commander who carries the U.S. flag and gives commands to position the team for the playing of the national anthem. Today's Solar Guard team members are Cadet Captain Connor DeGroote, Cadet First Lieutenant Abigail Lamac, Cadet Senior Airman Gilbert Antonet, and the Color Guard is commanded by Cadet Major Dawson Huffington. Ladies and gentlemen, please join me in our Pledge of Allegiance. I pledge allegiance to the flag of the United States of America and to the Republic for which it stands, one nation, under God, indivisible, with liberty and justice for all. And now, the Mighty Eagle Band performs our national anthem. here as the Eagles went out for a little bit earlier and we found out that they went ahead and they did not win the toss so the Wildcats have deferred to the third quarter so your Rowlett Eagles are going to get the ball first here tonight so a lot of things to look forward in this game Uh, special teams we were talking about it in the pregame show we're going to have to see a lot of special teams plays now We can get the kickoff and return it to the 20 and 30 yard line. But I think in order to get the scores on the board, I think we're going to have to see some good field position, Bill, because if we don't get the good field position, this defense is not horrible. They've been holding teams to a a lot of low scores that the Wildcats have been holding them to. Well, you're absolutely uh, correct, Sonny. You know, for this game, as you mentioned uh, earlier, it's going to be a lot of rushing. So, that time's going to keep moving. So it's going to be uh, every possession is going to be very important and uh, uh, for this game. So, you know, you, you want to do what you can to keep them off the field as much as possible, because like I said, it's going to go by quick. Matter of fact, I don't think we're going to have to worry about the three hour limit like we did last week. I don't think you are. And a little bit different. Cameron Fatash is back along with Trenton Gordon. Thank you. I, I, I don't, I'm sitting there staring at him, and I know the man's name. Trent Gordon, thank you, Eagle Eye. As the 
Wildcats here are getting set. I'm looking at this number, and it's not a number. I can't even tell what number the kicker is. We'll get that here in a moment because it's not the one we have on file. They go ahead. They kick it up, and Gordon's going to handle the ball right at the goal line. A couple yards in, here comes that reverse to Cameron Vitash. He's going to make it around to about the 10-yard line before he's wrapped up there by a couple of the Wildcats. Number 11 on the stop there was Jones. And so the Eagles are going to start off their first drive already just in a little bit of bad field position at the 11-yard line. Well, and yeah, and they tried to do a reverse there uh, on the kickoff, but they were two yards deep in the end zone. I'm not sure if uh, uh, we should have been doing a reverse there. It didn't really give us a great opportunity to uh, uh, really set up a play. So the Eagles are going to start off this drive on their own 11-yard line, first down and 10. Taking a look who's in quarterback. We got Weeks in at quarterback uh, and four wide receiver set. Too far, too near for your Rowlett Eagles. Also, Kobe Morrow in the backfield just a little bit right of Weeks. Preston Weeks going to look this thing over. Gets the snap. Going to go one way? Nope, goes the other. So it's just a little bit too high for Dylan Watts. Went off his hand. You have brought that one down. That would have been caught. But does bring down second down here as a little bit high pass to start off the game, and we're going to see that. He'll have that, and then he'll calm down after the first drive, maybe the first pass. Here comes second down and 10 right from the 11-yard line. They hand that out to Morrow. Morrow goes one way, switches position, goes out, and he's picked up there by Chris, number 27 from the Wildcats. So that brings up second down, and right now, second down, and they got about two on that one, so it's about second down and our third down and seven, four wide receivers set as they had a Plano Wildcat had to run off the field because they had one too many out on the football field. Four wide receivers set too far too near Morrow in the backfield with Weeks. Weeks gets the snap. He's back to pass. He's looking, and he's going to go far. Nope, he's going to take off. He knows how to use his wheels, but he's only going to push it up to the 17-yard line. Gain of four on that one, and on the stop was number six, and that was Mbua is how I think they say his name. Mbua? Tigal Mbua. Yeah, I think it's no, good. Mbua. So that brings up fourth down for the Eagles. That means they're going to bring on the picking unit. Dylan Watts, we saw him in warm-ups, Bill. He was pounding the ball and getting lots of yards up in the air. Yeah, absolutely. It was, it was nice to see the distance that he was getting on that and the hang time. Yep. So the Eagles now get ready for the kick. Dylan Watts puts the boot in it, and he's going to go, and he outkicks the coverage, and it bounces, and he's picking up at about, oh, about the 40-yard line, number 15 uh, on the coverage. That was Melson, but he ran a little bit backward as he picked it up, I would say, about the 42-yard line, and now he's back at the 39-yard line, and on the stop for your Rowlett Eagles, and that was Dobson. Yeah, and then on that play, he, he let the ball hit and it bounced, and then he got a good that bounce. And uh, at the last moment, he decided to pick it up. By then, he was already in trouble. All right, so the Eagles defense now has to come into play here tonight as this is a running team. They're not going to even think about it, I don't think, Bill. I don't think we're going to see a lot of play-action pass. I think the Eagles are set for it, too, as they're getting set back in shotgun, waiting for the snap is Rogas. Rogas hands the ball off and over to the right-hand side. Looked like that was Cumby on the run for the Wildcats. Maybe a pickup of a yard as the Eagles. There were many Rowlett Eagles there, but on the stop for your Rowlett Eagles, number 94, that was Terry on the stop. 
So gain of, well, they only give them one yard. Got to stop looking at that. That was two-yard gain there for the, well, right at two, maybe a yard and a quarter, three quarters. All right, so Rogas back in shotgun again, waiting for the snap, and they're going to hand it off. No, Rogas keeps it. Quarterback keeper, and he picks up about four yards on the stop, and on the stop for your Rowlett Eagles was Parkman. So Parkman already making his presence known out on the football. Well, and that was a great job by Parkman as he came across the line and waited there to make sure that the quarterback didn't have the ball and uh, and fake that handoff, which he was in perfect position to to limit the carry. Now Rogas is not your typical quarterback either. This guy's five nine, shorter than I am. He's a bit shorter than I am. Normally these quarterbacks are huge. All you got to do is take a look at on the other side with us for weeks. But Rogas going to direct some traffic. He has three wide receivers set, two near, one far, and he's back to pass. He's looking, he throws it, and a big bear claw gets on that. Number 95 for your Rowlett. Eagle starts, gets the hand on it. So the bear claw pushes the Wildcats into fourth down. So now the Wildcats are going to have to put a boot into it. So good defensive stance to start off this only game of three yards on that drive. Well, and Sonny, and that's what they want to do. They want to uh, put them into long, uh, long uh, down plays. Looks like we're going to have a, a stop of the clock real quick um, before they get snapped off for that pun. But, yeah, uh, that's what Rowlett wants to do. They want to uh, limit their runs and put them in a long and third because, uh, as we saw there, their, their passing game is where they struggle a little bit. All right, so there's a breakout on the football field for a timeout, so we'll take that same break here on the Couch Potato Sports Show and your Rowlett Eagles Radio Network. We'll be right back. This is Sonny Clark, radio voice of your Rowlett Eagles, letting you know about Palio's Italian Restaurant, located at Del Rock in the 66. Make sure you get the opportunity to taste the Palio's Gourmet Pizza on their Facebook. There are many opportunities to find out about getting a free pizza or just take a taste of some of the other Italian plates that they have. That's Palio's Pizza, located at 6702 Dal Rock Road, number 122, or give them a call at 214-703-9711. All right, we are back here on the Couch Potato Sports Show. Mazda, Mazda is about ready to kick, and he puts a boot in it. Back for your Rowlett Eagles is Dickens, and it hits the, actually hit one of the defenders down there, number 25, who was on the coverage. That was Foster, but it goes out of bounds, and the Eagles are going to start that drive at the 20-yard line, so the Eagles 80 yards away from Pater. Wanted to get more crowd noise. Got to hear it there. So, all right. So, the Eagles going to start off this drive at their own 20-yard line. And Weeks back in at the quarterback position for your Eagles. He played the first half of last game. We'll see how long he stays if he does. If he goes out at all. Here we go. Weeks. Four wide receivers set. Three far. One near for your Eagles. Morrow in the backfield. Weeks gets the snap. He's going to go that way. Give it to Dickens. Dickens breaks a couple of tackles. And he's going to get it down to about the 22-yard line. Well, they're going to put it 
Look at that spot. Nice spot. The 24-yard line, and they're back quick. Now, the Eagles in the same set, but three near one far for the wide receivers. And this time, Weeks is going to keep it. He's going to get the first down, and he's going to push it up to the 31-yard line. That was a quarterback keeper the whole time there, Bill. Yeah, that was a design play. You know, it, uh, you came up with a second and two, and uh, they wanted to get up there and uh, get that first down and get some motive some momentum going on their side. Bradley on the stop for the Wildcats. Eagles in the same formation, three near, one far. Get it out just over through Dickens, and that's going to bring up third down for the Eagles as they have not been able to get very much here on this drive except the first down. Well, and that was that was a great play call as, as the play was open uh, for Dickens as he had both Batash and um, Dobson blocking for him and uh, would have had great positive yards but the ball was just overthrown so looking over the side Hermes in for the Rowlett Eagles so they're switching it up here four wide receivers set for the Eagles too far too near Morrow in the backfield Morrow gets the snap he's going to go one way pitches it off to Morrow trying to get around the corner he's brought down there by number 21 and on the stop there for the Plano Wildcats is Sanders So Sanders with the stop, but the Eagles, they pick up about, well, I would say about a couple on that one as they place the ball down at the 39-yard line of the Eagles. So three-yard gain. So here comes third down for the Eagles. The Eagles now only three wide receivers set here as they brought in a tight end. Hermes looking across and through the ball and it went incomplete it looks like he was looking for someone to be at midfield and he wasn't there might have been Dickens well and actually he was trying to go over for Dobson across the middle but Dobson stopped and planted for the ball and uh, Hermes uh, expected them to move across the uh, the middle to catch that ball all right so Dylan Watson for the Eagles to kick this one away back for the Wildcats is Melson. Melson's only at his 35-yard line. Watts will put a boot in it, and he looks like he's going to let it bounce at the 35, takes a Rowlett Eagle roll, take it down to the 29-yard line. So, so Rowlett Eagles, they're stopped on their second drive. Quick breakout on the field. We'll take that same break here on the Couch Potato Sports Show and your Rowlett Eagles radio network. We'll be right back. It always happens. 6 p.m. on a Saturday night and your heater or air conditioner goes out. What are you going to do? All the heating and air conditioning people are closed. How about 24-hour service available at 5-star HVAC contractors? You can be sure to be serviced amazingly fast. That's 5-star HVAC contractors serving Relev 24 hours a day, 7 days a week, 214-457-8441. Call the experts at 5-star HVAC contractors. And back at HBJ Stadium, Cumbie makes the big run down the field there, Bill. And that being said, he picks up the first down. He takes it down to the 45-yard line. Yeah, and that uh, the line collapsed to the right side and Cumbie actually just rolled out to the uh, left side and was able to get that ball upfield. All right, so first down and 10 after the game 
what looks to be about uh, about 16 yards. So first down 10 from their own 45. Hand it off to Cumbie. Finds the big hole. Forget it. Say la B. Touchdown Wildcats as Cumbie. He had that one big. 55 yards on it. And th- that hole was really big up the middle. And his speed as he hit what he thought was going to be a hole and it wasn't there, he was off to the races, Bill. Yeah, and your safeties collapsed close to the um, to the line of scrimmage, so there was nobody five yards past the line of scrimmage, and once he got past that first wave of defenders, and he had a bunch of open green. So, bring on the kicking unit, handling the kicking duties. Number 92, that is the Mazda. Are we going to say Mazda? Mazda. Mazda. Mazda with correct. the kick. So the Wildcats have taken the seven nothing the lead. Seven ten left to go in the first quarter. Breakout on the football field means a break here on the Couch Potato Sports Show and your Rowlett Eagles Radio Network. We'll be right back. Spirit Outfitters offers in-house screen printing, embroidery, team uniforms, custom apparel, rhinestone designs, laser engraving, and spirit wear. Your one-stop sports shop where you can actually shop at 3538 Lakeview Parkway, Suite 101, Rowlett. Find them on Facebook, Spirit Outfitters, www.thespiritoutfitters.com. Info at thespiritoutfitters.com. Approved GISD vendor, proudly supporting GISD athletics. Spirit Outfitters. Back at HBJ Stadium, it's Sonny Clark, the... Hardest working man in sports radio, along with the eagle eye on my left today, as we're closer to the outlets and stuff, so we can funnel in the crowd. So we had the wires over here. Seven ten left to go. Wildcats up seven nothing. Just doing it on the ground to pound there, Bill. Yeah, absolutely. And uh, you know that that was a two play drive, and they ran the same play both times. Just a, uh, a run up the middle on the a gap, and man, both times they found holes right up the middle. So, again, back, Matosh and Gordon for your Rowlett Eagles. Looks like they're set up almost in a in a uh, onside kick set, but I think they're going to kick this one away. I think they were lined up the first way, first like that. Uh, they're all looking to the side, so here we go. So they don't get the offsides, they let them go. And it's going to be deep into the end zone. Vitas is going to take a look at it. He takes the knee. So the Eagles are going to start this drive off at their own 25-yard line. So the Eagles right now, they get behind the eight ball here fairly quickly with a run game from the Wildcats. What do you think the, Wild, the Rowlett Eagles got to do to score here? Well, you got to sustain a drive. you got to get one, uh, get a couple first downs and get comfortable uh, uh, going down the uh, down the field. So let's see who comes out here and starts this third drive and see if we can get something started. Uh, you want to get some uh, good yards on that first down, either you know four or five yards, and give yourself many more opportunities and uh, different ideas on shorter drives. Open shorter. up the book for him, definitely. Hermie's going to take his way out on the football field. So Hermie's the quarterback for the Eagles. Marl's going to be to his left four wide receiver set for your Eagles. Too far, too near. And 7-10 left to go here in the first quarter. As Hermie's looking things over, waiting for a snap. Gets the snap, juggles it around. He's going to have to take off with it. He's going to get back to the line of scrimmage. That's about it before he's met there with all of the Plano Wildcats. But the one that brought him down the most was number 41. And on the stop there, that was Upshaw. So yeah, and that was a busted play from the very beginning. As that, It was a great snap to Hermes. He just bobbled it. As, I think he uh, started looking up at uh, the play before actually getting that ball in his hands. 
Three wide receivers far, one near. Hermes going one way, was going to pitch it, found the hole, slipping through there. He's going to push it up to about the 39-yard line on the stop for the Plano Wildcats, number 21. That was Sanders, and that's going to bring up a third down and about one. Thank you, Bill. The eagle eye up on top of Hermes back in the shotgun. He takes the snap. He's going to roll. He's going to get the first down and more to the 40. Now breaking it down to midfield. So the Rowlett Eagles, big time play, 16 yards for Hermes on that play. And on the stop for the play, no. Thank you. For the Wildcats was Wall. So Wall with the stop, but not before the first down. You're getting the player off the field. They had one too many. Still looks like they got too many out there. Quick pass on the near side. Dickens. Midfield. Now to the 40. Pushed out of bounds there. Number five on the stop. Nicholson as well as number four again. Wall pushing them out of bounds. That's going to be enough. No, it's going to be right one yard short there, Bill. So it's going to bring up second down and one. Open the playbook here. That's big exactly time. what I was saying. If you can get good uh, yards on first down. Three far, one near. They go far. They get the Dickens. Dickens breaks the tackle at the 40. Goes around the corner to the 35. And he's going to be pushed out at the 33-yard line. And on the stop there was Mbua. Yeah, and that was a great uh, a great play for a second one to throw that screen out. And uh, Dickens used all his ability to get those extra yards and uh, get another five, six yards out of that. Ball on the 33-yard line of the Wildcats. 5.57 left to go here in this first quarter. Three wide receivers near one far for your Eagles as Hermes is at the quarterback position and Kobe Morrow right there. Hermes is going to go one way. Found a little alley. It closed fairly quickly, Bill, is getting in on the stop was number 21. That was Sanders. Yeah, you're absolutely right. And once again, it was that option pitch and he decided to keep that ball and Heck, once again, first down, you're coming up with five yards. Uh, if you can keep that average, you're going to be able to move that ball like yeah. they are now. And a short little, get those 10, 5, 10 yards on each play. It's really nice. The Eagles looking to the side to get a play. Three wide receivers on the far side. One near for your Rowlett Eagles. I like this one-on-one matchup down here with Cameron Vitosh as Fermian looks things over. And he's going to get the snap. Takes it off to Morrow. Puts it over. The ball caught at the 18-yard line. Pushing it down to the five. How about the Raleigh Eagles? That's number uh, – that, was that Vitosh? Kenny Vitosh. Yeah, Vitosh. And absolutely right. jersey rolled up. I was like, who's number two? <laughs> well, and that that was a, a pass that was thrown in, yeah. in a lot of coverage. There was, there was actually him and uh, Dickens were right near each other. Threw him on the back shoulder. In reality, it looked like he threw it behind him, but I think he did it on purpose. First down and goal for the two, for the, from the two, for the Eagles. Four wide receiver set, too far, too near. Hermes is going to look over the side. They're going to change this play as Morrow is going to stay to the right-hand side of Hermes. Here we go. So the Eagles looking at play clock down to eight. As Hermes waiting for the snap, here it comes. Hermes going to go one way, and he's going to be wrapped up number nine, I think, on the stop for the Wildcats. That was Bradley. Yeah, and uh, I, Bradley actually read that real well, as well as um, Jericho Sanders, as they were both uh, positioned right for uh, Hermes to come right at them. So now, second down goal from the two. He got back to the original line of scrimmage, three near, one far. For the Eagles, Hermes going that way, pitches out to Morrow. Morrow had to spin around, diving to the pylon, just a little short there, Bill. Couldn't get the two yards. He got it about a yard and three quarters. Yeah, absolutely. And then the pitch was behind Morrow, so he actually yeah. had to spin around, 
and get that ball and try to make it a corner. If that's a good pitch, that's a touchdown. So for him to actually get that close was some great effort by Marlon. Sanders on the stop again for the Wildcats. This, this is where right in, in arena football, that's where we beat our, bring our meat package, where we bring our big boys, yeah, big boys put in. them in the backfield and <laughs> just drive that ball in. And the love of the indoor game right here in this booth. Well, <laughs> we saw a little bit of that with Rockwall last week because they bring in yes, some uh, big oh, bodies. Yeah, big bodies in the backfield. You're right, Bill. All right, here we go. Third down and goal from the one. Hermes takes it, goes in. Touchdown! Wait a second. There it is. Rowlett Eagles. I was like, what are they waiting for the call for? I think they were looking for the need there, Bill, to well, figure out where he was. Well, and I think we have a better angle where we're at to see below where they're along the field. There's a lot of pallets of uh, bodies on there, so they just want to make sure he was sitting in the end zone. So the Eagles get six on the board, looking to go ahead and try to get back in. Aldana handling the kicking duties for your Eagles. Watt holding the ball. He gets the snap. Ball down. Kick up. And it goes downtown for the Rowlett Eagles. So the Eagles have tied up this game with four minutes and three seconds left to go in the first quarter. There's a breakout on the football field. That means a break here on the Couch Potato Sports Show and your Rowlett Eagles radio network. It's knotted up at seven. We'll be right back. Let Buffalo Creek Doors and Floors help you restore your home to its like-new condition. Need a contractor? Let us be your first stop as well as your last. We specialize in everything that others don't, such as stained concrete floors, wood spot repairs on doors and floors, stainless steel spot repairs, anti-slip on floors, and more. Want to see what kind of work we do? Check out our Facebook page and you can see the craftsmanship you'll receive and expect from Buffalo Creek Doors and Floors. Give Rodney James a call at 214-536-2607. That's 214-536-2607. Or check him out on the web at www.buffalocreekdoorsandfloors.com. And back at HBJ Stadium, Sonny Clark, along with the eagle-eyed Bill Cerna. Folks, our halftime show we're going to hear from Buffalo Creek's Doors and Floors and Rodney James. So Rodney James is going to join us at halftime. We're not going to get the band on this week. Next, uh, next time we're at HBJ Stadium, we will get them on for the halftime show. We're just unable to do it because we've got some obligations at halftime that we got to fulfill. So we'll be fulfilling those obligations. All right, so... Wow, what a lineup there for the Wildcats. As the Eagles go ahead, they put the ball up very high. It's fielded at the 30 and coming to the near side, trying to find some room. Number 27, and the return there was Chris. And Chris is going to take the ball down to around the 36-yard line. And on the stop for your Rowlett Eagles, that was Brennan. Well, and a lot of these kickoffs that we've seen with the Rowlett so far the receiving team is uh, fair caught it. Well, he he had no idea of a fair catch. That. But the problem with it is that he, instead of going upfield, he went across the field and gave uh, Rowlett an opportunity to uh, close off those lanes. So the Eagles now, like you said, confidence booster tied up the game. Three minutes and 55 seconds. The Eagle is looking at something. Um, you know, these cheerleaders right here, they're throwing uh, uh, little uh, footballs into the stands. There's one little cheerleader just throwing the heck out of it. <laughs> I'm telling you. Hey, the Where's future. Been? Yeah, the future. Here we go. Running the ball. Number 26, that is Rogas. Rogas is going to pick up big time chunk on first down. Dylan Bauer on the stop of Rogas, but they picked up seven. 
Okay, one last thing on this. I just want to let you know, she threw from the field almost up to the concession area above the first section. That girl, that girl can throw the ball. There you go. Handing off. No, Rogas keeps it, and the Eagles got him behind the line and bringing him down big time. Number 48 for your Rowlett Eagles. I don't have his number. Wait, no, I do. Right there. Do. It's Chase Taylor. Well, that was on the wrong page. Great penetration on the backfield. Dylan the, Bauer was right there yeah. eating it up there, too. You're absolutely right. And we had talked about, you know, the run is going to be such a priority that they're moving Dylan Bauer up from the safety area and uh, putting him close to the line of scrimmage, which hurts that last drive, but so far has been successful on this one. All right, so that backs them up. It's third down and 11, 2.57 left to go in the first quarter. We told you it was going to go quick, and it is going quick. Here we go. For the Wildcats, third and 11, Rogas in shotgun, too far, one near, and Rogas was going to throw it, takes it off. That was the quarterback draw the whole time. He's going to push it up to the 40-yard line, gain of three or four um, on uh, that down, and uh, the Eagles are definitely working hard to stop him. Again, Taylor on the stop. And once again, you know, you put him in a third and long. They've got to try to throw that ball down the field or try to rush it, and we've seen what they've been able to do with in the air so far, so uh, the stopping was great. Mazza with the kick for the Wildcats, and Dickens was going to field it. He's going to let it bounce, and it's going to take a Wildcat bounce and go down to the 13-yard line. He got a nice roll after he hit the ground there, Bill. He did, and I think uh, I think Dickens is a little bit too far back uh, because both kickoffs have been short, or punts, excuse me, have been short, and he hasn't had a chance to get under it because he's been so far back. So the Eagles now, as they went ahead, defensively held this football team, and that's huge as they tied up the game on their last drive. It was an 80-yard drive last time, or marked that 75 yards because they started at the 25-yard line. So a 75-yard drive for the Rowlett Eagles. This time, 85 yards, but it's doable. They're going to start this drive at their own 15-yard line. Four wide receivers set too far too near and back in the lineup. Well, no, that's Hermes. He's still out there. And back in the backfield for your Rowlett Eagles is Lang. So Morrow is not in the backfield. Hey, Sonny spotted it this time. That's amazing. So here we go. First down and 10 from their own 15. Hermes going one way, puts the ball up and get behind. The defense was what? He caught it at the 40. And he's going to push it down to the 45-yard line of the Wildcats. And Dylan Watts just got right behind the defense of the Wildcats and was able to make the big play. Yeah, and there was I think there's some confusion on the Plano defense as Dylan Watts was uh, open there and yes. uh, they were expecting this uh, rollout short throw and uh, he was able to go over the top. Or they were going after Hermes, one of the two, and then Watts just snuck behind them. So that was a sweet play to start off the first drive here. So the Eagles in prime position now to make some noise. Three wide receivers near, one far for your Eagles. Hermes in the backfield as Lang is right there. Hermes was going to go to Lang, and Lang kept running, so he ran the other way to see if he could get some yards. Got back to the original line of scrimmage. Yeah, once again, there was confusion between uh, Hermes and Lang, and now he's a um, he's actually pulling Hermes off the off the field, talking to him. So I don't know if he was a uh, Hermes that uh, was wrong on that, or if it was Lang that made the wrong decision. Definitely, I think it was Hermes, but 
you know, the, the good thing is they didn't take the sack or lose any yards. That's the huge thing. Because right now, after you get that big chunk of yards, you don't want to lose it by penalty or making a mistake and, and getting sacked. So three near, one far wide receivers for you, Rowlett Eagles, laying to the right. Hermes back to pass, and this is a straight pass. And he's got Dickens, and he almost gets that ball intercepted as he left the ball up in the air for a little bit too long on the coverage there. Number what, what, That was 35 on the coverage. That was gray. Mark that. 35. And oh, mark that. And number five, Nicholson on the cover. Thank yeah, you. yeah. And uh, he threw it. You know, you want to get the ball, Dickens, but he was in double coverage there, which Dickens is going to see a lot of that. And uh, it was just a ball that he tried to force in there, and it almost got intercepted. And actually, that was 34. That was uh, uh, Linus, and it's spelled L-Y-N-E-S-S, not like Linus with the uh, thumb sucking in the uh, blanket. <laughs> From the peanuts. Here we go. All right, so third down and ten for your Eagles from there for from the forty-five and taking off and going back to pass with Gare Hermes and the rush came and it left the lane right up the middle, Bill, and that pushed and he gained seven yards on that third down and it brings up fourth down and three. Well, and yeah, uh, Cody Chris came off the the line on the right hand side was not touched had a free. Uh, a free shot at uh, Hermes, but Her- Hermes stepped up, got past the, got past Chris, and was able to get positive yards. All right, here we go. Fourth down for your Eagles. Three near one far for your Eagles. Hermes with the pass behind Watts. Turnover on downs for your Rowlett Eagles. They wish they had that one back. 33 seconds left to go here in the first quarter. So the Eagles get the big chunk, unable to capitalize on the big yardage that they got from their own 15-yard line where they took it all the way down to the uh, four, around the 40-yard line. So, unfortunately, no uh, points on the board at all there, Bill. No, no. And, and really, your uh, plan is going to be starting where they left off when on their last drive. So, uh, with 33 seconds left on the first quarter, uh, we should run it out here and then get into the second quarter. Yeah, that, I, and I was just about ready to mention we are not going to have a problem, you know, meeting uh, or people having to call in from the website quite possibly because – the running of the football for the Wildcats taking a lot of time off the clock. 33 seconds left to go here in this first quarter as the Eagle Eye needs some light so we can remain the Eagle Eye. So two wide receivers near for the Wildcats and trying to hand in the ball off are the Wildcats. They get it to Cumbie as Rogas gets it to him, and he's going to pick up about four yards there for your Rowlett Eagles. And on the stop was Weggington. Yeah, no, great penetration uh, by Lang to get uh, get to Cumbie as he got past the line of scrimmage. So to limit limit those yards. And Rogas, he can always keep that ball, and it, he's doing very well on his fake. And then we we got our Chamber of Commerce people out here. Thank you. It's Roberts taking pictures, and that's going to do it for the first quarter. So there's a breakout on the football field. We'll take that same break here on the Couch Potato Sports Show and your Rowlett Eagles Radio Network. We'll hear from Fit Body Boot Camp. We'll be right back. Here's another tip for a healthier you from Fit Body Boot Camp. One of the best things you can do for a healthier you is to instill yourself a love of water rather than sugary drinks. 
soda pop and juices are filled with empty calories that encourage weight gain. The easiest way to do that is to stock your house with lots of bottled water or filtered water. Don't even have the soda pop readily available so you'll grow a custom of only drinking water. This has been another healthy tip from Mark Hall and Rowlett Fit Body Boot Camp. Give them a call at 214-888-2844 or visit them on the web at www.rowlettfbbc.com. Back here on the Couch Potato Sports Show, Sonny Clark along with the Eagle Eye Bill Cerna as we get started in the second quarter as your Eagles and Wildcats, they're knotted up at seven and Bill, a fast first quarter. And, you know, so that means they're running the ball a lot. The Eagles have managed to stop it for the most part, except for the big one, the 55-yard uh, uh, touchdown run by Cumberland. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, you know, both teams have had four possessions so far in the fourth, first quarter, which is a lot of possessions, so quick possessions. Definitely. Um, and uh, with Plano, they've only thrown the ball once. Here we go. As Rogas hits the ball, he's going to move to about the – Wildcat in between 45 and 46 yard line as your Rowlett Eagles Dylan Bauer was there in a stop and he's gonna yep so he's staying in the game coming off of the field for your Rowlett Eagles was number 55 that was Cesaros Cesaros I'm having a tough time with that name Caleb, Caleb, Cenaros. Yeah. Cenaros, thank you. I did say it right. Goodness gracious. Cisneros. I'm on a roll. Cisneros. <laughs> Cisneros. Here we go, Wildcats <laughs> with their package too far for them in the wide receiving package. They hand the ball off. Cumbie is wrapped up. I think everybody on the defensive line is right there to stop that. And here's one thing that happens here, Bill. When you are this predictable, you're not going to run on this Rowlett Eagles team. You're going to get the break every once in a while where you'll pop off a 55-yarder. But the Eagles know what they're coming to, you know, nine times out of ten. Yeah, you're absolutely right. And like I mentioned before, there's only been one pass from uh, uh, Plano in the first quarter. So you know they're run. Is, uh, is their bread and butter. So if you can minimize it, uh, that's going to definitely uh, help you on, on the defensive side. As we mentioned, Bauer is playing a lot up yep. and not as a traditional safety spot to, uh, uh, because there's not a m- uh, much that's going to go over the top. They're going to measure this to see, but I thought they were clearly a yard away. I think they're just trying to get some rest here. Well, I, th- I think they gave them a better spot than what it should have been. So it, it is going to be fourth down. Yep, fourth down and about a foot. So they're going to go for it. I have no question in my mind. This is a football team that averages five yards on the ground every time they run the football. And it's you can play action it all day long. Uh, you can either give it to Cumbie. The company's going out of the game for the Plano Wildcats. So this is an interesting lineup. And let's see if that's still uh, Rogas at the quarterback position. Yeah, I think what they're going to do is I think that's who's going to get it. And it's going to be his uh, team to, to run right now. You got 33 in there, which is um, Christopher Reese, Reese that's going to be blocking for him. Yep. So Rogas gets the ball, and he's going to follow Reese. He's going to get the first down near the midfield stripe, and midfield in high school is the 50-yard line, unlike the indoor game that we like to call. Um, but Culver on the stop for your Eagles, but the Wildcats get the first down. So let me ask you, Sonny, if, if they're the Wildcats and they run the Wildcat, do they still call it the Wildcat? Maybe they call it the Tomcat. 
No, that don't sound. That doesn't even sound right. No, no. <laughs> you know, every team, every team it has sound a, exciting enough. It, every, sounds, it sounds like a sleeping gas. Every team has a version of the Wildcat. Yes. So what are the Wildcats? Yeah, that's it, interesting. We we should find that out. That's something that we need to look on. Ten nineteen left to go in the first half. As going the wow, the reverse play for Rogoth. Throws the ball downfield. There's going to be a flag. It was incomplete. I was on the coverage there was Chase Taylor. Mark that. Yeah, Chase Taylor. And they're going to get him for probably defensive holding. Well, actually, they're going to have him for uh, passing appearance as he did not play the ball at all. Uh, he was trying to scramble to get back to the receiver as as uh, the quarterback rolled out to the right, turned around, threw back to the left, which is, for one, hard to do. Right. Um, and, and to be able to throw the ball 20 yards down the field. But uh, uh, Chase never had a chance to turn around and look at the ball as he was trying to recover to the receiver. So they're doing some serious talking down there, Bill, unless we missed something in the action down there as Rogas was going towards the near side. He threw that to the far side, so the ball was in the air a long time, too, which also brought out the yellow uh, hanky. Well, well, not only that, that's just a hard pass to do. No matter what level you are, that's a hard pass to do. Yeah, and and frankly, if there was a safety back, that could have been very easy picked off, uh, but the safeties were on the near side going and following Rogas. So the idea of throwing that football on the far side with one-on-one coverage wasn't the worst thing in the world. And it was going to be offsetting illegal man downfield for the Wildcats. Those penalties. They replayed first down. There was actually three penalties on there. There was a legal man downfield on the offense, on Plano. There was uh, pass interference, which we talked about. And there was also holding by uh, Juan Rodriguez on the defensive line. Um, so wow. they actually offset all three of them. Wow. We're holding on the defensive line. Well, that's not, uh, that's not a call that's called a lot. You Really, you only see it in, is in the secondary. So right. to see a, a defensive lineman get that call. All right, here we go. Ragas back in shotgun. He's got three wide receivers set, two far, one near. And they're going to go hand it off. Cumbie trying to find a way. Doing a little sidestep and then a little twist. So Cumbie doesn't get anywhere, and on the stop for your rally at Eagles was, man, Chase Taylor's been all over the football field here tonight. He's, he's been a busy boy, and it's, it's we're only two minutes into the second quarter. Yeah, and the clock continuing to run, nine minutes and 46 seconds left to go in the first half. Boy, oh boy, this is the first half that people, if you just want to catch the game and go home and stay all night, this is the game that you're supposed to come to. That having been said, second down and seven for your Rowlett, or mark that, for the Wildcats as they are at the 45 of the Eagles. And Rogas going downfield, pushing off their ball through the hands of the intended receiver. Number four on the, that was Wall. But boy, it looked like he pushed off on the defender there out on the football well, field. Well, and I was just going to say, we're looking at the replay right now, and you're absolutely right. As he, uh, he, Davis. Uh, he, pu- he pushed off on uh, Davis to get some separation to get to that ball. And that ball was thrown perfect in his arms. He just wasn't able to come down with it. But you're absolutely right. That could have been a, an offense of pass interference. So that brings down third down and seven for the Wildcats. The ball is on the 46-yard line of your Rowlett Eagles. As they're in the, they've got it set up like they're going to pass it. Two near, one far, but they're not. I know a false start. And we've seen that the big number 76 for the Wildcats came bouncing off of there, and I don't have my glasses. Who's number six? Uh, that's 76. actually Jonathan Hudson. Got it. And you're absolutely right. He did. 
uh, tried to get early, and uh, you're, you're right. He actually stood up for a passing play, so it looks like they were going to throw the ball. Now you're third and 12. Um, you're definitely put yourself into a tougher situation. You almost have to pass the ball even though you're a running team in this position because where they are on the football. Right. Well, and they tried that earlier. They tried on a, on a third and long. They tried running it, and it wasn't successful. So here we go. It's third down and 12 for the Wildcats. Two near, one far, and he is back to pass. Rogoff looking near side. It's caught. Come be, and what a great play on the ball, number 10, Parkman. And he read that, and he I think he suckered him into it, Bill, well, because he was just wait, lying in wait. Well, and you're absolutely right. And he stood with Cumbie the whole time out of the backfield. So there was uh, that play was not going to be successful no matter what they did. So uh, that was a great play by uh, Parkman. He read it. Here comes the snap on fourth down and kicking it away. They're trying to get it. Dickens is going to let it go. And it's going to roll, and that's taking a wildcat run down to the 12-yard line. So the Eagles now are going to start on their own 12-yard line. We haven't had time for a break. Let's get scooters in. We'll be right back. If you're like me, you want your hot coffee in the morning. But as it's getting closer to summer and getting hotter outside, you'll want something more refreshing and cold. With a surefire menu of cold drinks, Scooters is sure to satisfy. Whether it's iced coffees, blenders, smoothies, or even cold tea, check out Scooters Coffee Cafe located at Rowlett Road in the 66 with a convenient drive through so you're sure to get in and out real quick and on to your business. That's Scooters Coffee Cafe located in the Timberlake Shopping Center in Rowlett. Weeks back at the quarterback for your Eagles. He's back to pass. Near side. Caught by your Rowland Eagles. And wow, what a pop as Bolden, who caught the ball, and he just got leveled there. Number 27, that was Chris. Yeah, and it was set up with a great screen, but as soon as he spun around, uh, uh, Chris and also uh, uh, Dante Nicholson, Nicholson were there. Pass on the near side. They tried that wide receiver screen to Dickens a little bit too low. Incomplete brings up second down for the Eagles. Yeah, and that was a tough uh, uh, pass. Third down. That was a tough pass to uh, Dickens as it was. He had to go down low, and uh, he's kind of shaking it off a little bit as uh, he got hit uh, probably in the thigh, and probably just got a nice little helmet to the thigh. So here we go. Second down or third down. Got to stop looking at that scoreboard. Third down and about five as Weeks is looking things over. Three wide receivers far, one near, and back in the backfield. I think that's, yep, Lang still. Weeks going to take it. Quarterback keeper pushing it up. Gets the first down. And, Bill, that was all effort by weeks at the quarterback position. Great play. Sanders on the Well, we, we've talked uh, about his athleticism and just how big he is. And I think yeah. really his momentum took him forward because he had a, a defender on him and he just took him forward like three or four more yards. Four wide receivers set for your Eagles. Too far, too near. Handed off to Lang. Lang's wrapped up there again. Number 27, Chris, on the stop for the Wildcats. And the clock continues to run here in the second quarter. Seven minutes and 50 seconds left to go, and he was wrapped up by a couple of number nine. Bradley was there, too. Yeah, absolutely, and I think uh, they just brought Morrow back in. I think they're really trying to keep those running backs fresh. Yes. Um, since, uh, you know, the running game is such a priority tonight. So now, second down what looks to be about seven as Weeks gives the point to the right-hand side, says watch him. 
And Weeks going to go to the far side. It's caught at the 30-yard line, breaking a tackle, pushing it down for your Rowlett Eagles with Dobson. He gets the first down. He needed seven. He got ten on the stop for the Wildcat was Jones. Well, yeah, and uh, it looked like on, on that play, uh, both Jones and Nicholson for Plano uh, went for the after the same receiver, which is Dickens, and left uh, um, Matosh wide open. Here we go, Weeks. Quarterback option gets it off to Morrow. Morrow gets it down to about the 42-yard line. Gain of about five on that one. As the Rowlett Eagles now pushing the ball. Some substitutions out on the football field. As the clock continues to run. Here's second down and six. Thanks, Bill. I forgot to look there. I was looking the other way. Weeks goes so far. Now near. Caught by Watts. He's brought down by nine. Bradley. And that play was a great idea. Bradley just read it. You're absolutely right. And it just, yeah, it, that, he got past those, uh, the blocking receivers quickly and was able to get to Watts as soon as he caught that ball. All right, so. Here comes Weeks. we got to check the website because I evidently posted the wrong one. So I'll update the website and make sure that everybody's going to the right place. All right, so here comes Weeks now. Third down and five. Three far, one near. Weeks going to keep it. Oh, he finds the lane. Pushes it to midfield. Now to the 45. Now to the 35. Brought down at the 32-yard line. And coming from behind was Bradley. He is lucky he got there, Bill. Well, excuse me. Well, and right off that play, I just didn't think there was going to be much uh, uh, gained out of it. And uh, Weeks just put on some moves like he's uh, – natural running back. Yeah, that was a great run by Weeks. Clock stopped temporarily. Now it's back. 5.54 and Weeks, quick pass and just off the fingertips of Ladarius Dickens. He wanted that one. It was a good pass. He just couldn't bring it in. Yeah, and then I, there's just a, uh, some work that needs to be done with Weeks and uh, Dickens. Just, they don't seem like they're on the same page uh, when they're getting the ball to each other. So now... As they get set here for a second down and 10. Ball's on the 33-yard line of the Wildcats. And Weeks looking for the play. Three far, one near. As he takes a couple steps back and goes into shotgun. As they get squared away, the snap. And fake it off tomorrow. He's going to go deep down the field. But touchdown! Round Eagles. What a pass by Weeks as Vitash, it was just a little slant, and he just kept running. Weeks recognized that he had two steps on him and a great pass there, Bill. Yeah, yeah absolutely right. And uh, it was such, I think there was great eye contact between Vitash and Weeks. Hey, yes. hey, look at me. And uh, as soon as he got past the, the defender, you're right, he had two, three steps on him the whole way, and Weeks put that ball perfectly into, uh, into his arms. Aldana for the extra point, picked it goes up and it goes downtown for the Rowlett Eagles. So with a breakout on the football field, it means a break here on the Couch Potato Sports Show and your Rowlett Eagles radio network. We will be back. At Wesson General Contracting Incorporated, we're your one-stop shop for all your general contracting needs. 
We are locally owned and with over 20 years of experience. So roofing, gutters, sidings, fence staining, painting, foundation problems, or roof damage are no problems at all. Give us a call at 214-200-5588. That's 214-200-5588. Wesson General Contractors, proud sponsor of the Rowlett Eagles radio broadcast. Welcome back to Homer B. Johnson Stadium as the Rowlett Eagles just took a seven-point lead with a great connection between Cameron Weeks and Cameron Vitaj for a 33-yard touchdown pass. Uh, 5.42 left in the second quarter as the Rowlett's getting ready to kick off to uh, Plano. If you were on a radio dial, Rowlett's going from right to left as they get set up here on the 40-yard line. All right. The Eagles, with 5.42 left to go, have taken the lead 14-7. And this is big here as the Eagles are able to stop the Wildcats. And they've been doing that. Take away from that 155-yard rush. The Eagles have been stopping this Wildcat football team in order to score. Remember, we were talking about the difference in score. The Eagles only had five compared to, what, 52 for the uh, Wildcats. They're getting a different team here tonight. Yeah, you're absolutely right. All right, the kick is going to go into the end zone and go out of bounds. So I just think that maybe they played a little. He's still watching the cheerleader. She's got a great arm. I'm telling you, if you don't put her on the football team, you put her on the baseball team. (laughs) She's your new pitcher. You got to love it. All right, so the Eagles go ahead, get the big boot, goes out of the end zone. So the Wildcats are going to start this drive from their own 25-yard line. Well, and uh, Plano had nobody back for that kickoff. I think they brought everybody up thinking that they were going to do that short uh, kick that they've done all year. And they, he's put a leg into it and put it in the end zone. So now, as the Eagles defensively want to try to hold up, here we go. As Rogas, quick pass on the far side. It's caught almost breaking the tackle was Sterninski as the Eagles were lucky as Gordon put his hand right there on the foot. Well, that was a good shoestring tackle. You know, I think uh, Plano's having to mix it up a little bit more and put that ball in the air more than they're used to. All right, so now that brings up second down about five. A gain on five. That could have been bigger than what it was. So the Eagles now too near one far for the Wildcats. Waiting for the snap as Rogas comes to the near side, hits the ground. And are they going to call it incomplete? I was going to. I wish they would have caught it because they had him behind the line seven yards. Well, and, and uh, if he if he went and let that ball drop, then that was a good decision by the receiver because you're absolutely right. He would have lost about four yards if he had caught that ball because he was going down to get it. And in high school football. Once a knee's down, then the play's dead. Definitely, and that's that's a big-time thing. Even if nobody's around, if the knee goes down, he's down. So he could have caught it and went down, but they did call it incomplete. Third down, five, ball on the 30-yard line of the Wildcats. Defense playing well. Rogas wins for the snap. Too near, one far. They go far. Over through the intended receiver. That was Nelson. He was unable to bring it in. Now, and the coverage there was Poole, which, by the way, Poole um, is a Taekwondo guy. He's over at Chain Lee's Taekwondo, one of our sponsors here, as I went over there, and he was doing his Taekwondo thing. Well, then I won't mess with him on the field. 
yeah, no kidding. Here we go. As the Wildcats kick the ball, and it's just a line drive. It's going to go out of bounds at about the 35-yard line, and they can get – you can tell he's salivating. He wants that ball back. Well, and, and it's obvious now that uh, Plano's keeping that ball away from Dickens. They keep kicking Definitely. away from, from him, and uh, just like they did. That ball never got a 15 15- – Feet up in the air. It was a lone, low line drive, but it went the opposite field of where Dickens was at. All right. Sonny is going to try to keep the website updated um, as I finally found it, and we'll do that. We'll, if the, if the website cooperates. There we go. So we'll put the score up in there, as unfortunately I'm not as fast as anybody. The website's not working. Interesting. Okay. We'll try to get that figured out. Um, I will put in another website for it, and so where people can check it out. I'll find out what's going on on the website. So here we go. As they quick pass near side, Dickens gets the ball clean, breaks it to the 50, now to the 40, and through the 30, and finally driven out of bounds at the 25-yard line, and that's what Dickens was waiting for, Bill, the opportunity to make a play. I'm telling you what, he's been waiting for that, and that was a great setup by his receivers to give him the block, but... Uh, you know, we've been calling Dickens' name for three years. Not once have we ever seen somebody bring him down on the first tackle. Absolutely. So, big-time play at the 25 of the Wildcats. Gets it to Lane. Breaks the tackle to the 10 and out of bounds at the five-yard line. He was driven out of bounds number 40, and that was Oliver saving the touchdown. Well, and uh, two quick plays by this Rowlett offense, which uh, you want to see a little bit of ball control and make me take some of that time off the clock. They've only had the ball for 25 seconds so far, and they're about five yards from scoring. All right, so that being said, I've, I've found out what's wrong, and we will get that straightened out. Might be a holding call. Who's that going to go against, Bill? Like they, I think it might be defense. No, they're, they're calling on Rowlett, but I'm just surprised that all the players are still down by the goal line. Well, they haven't moved. That's what it is, and the White okay. Hat is talking about it. So they will. Where are they going to put that one, Bill? Well, I think it's going to be a spot fail. I think it's going to be depending on where that hold was. Uh, so, um, yeah, they, they're going to start uh, attacking off from the 19-yard line. All right. So, and that will be 10 yards from the 19-yard line, which will take it down to the 29th. Well, they must be it right from there so because it, it's on the 30. Holy. Offense number 13, 10-yard penalty, first down. All right, so that being said, Bill, I'm going to have you take a look. Well, no, I'm going to call this play. Then you're going to jump in because i got to make a correction on the website. Weak at the quarterback for your Rowlett Eagles. Too far, too near, and in the backfield is Lang. So Weeks changing the plays as the play clock goes down to eight. Weeks looking, gets the snap. There he goes. And he's going to follow Lane. Makes a big move right down the middle, Bill, to the 21. And once again, I think that was a design play as a, uh, Weeks looked out to the left-hand side and then just took the ball right up the middle and was able to uh, follow Lane's uh, block and uh, pick up five, six yards on that play. So that's going to bring up a third down and uh, – I'm sorry, a second down and seven. As uh, once again, there's uh, two on the near side and two on the far side with uh, Lang in the backfield. All right. So that being said, that's going to bring up second down and six. Quick snap. 
Going one way is Weeks. He pitches to Lang, and it's on the ground. Weeks had to cover that one up as uh, Lang was popped right when he got the ball in his hands. Well, and I think Lang, uh, Weeks took a little too long uh, uh, getting that ball out of his hands and uh, just kind of tossed a little bit behind Lang. So, uh, once again, it's just a timing thing that uh, – that, uh, Affected that play, and luckily, uh, Rowlett was able to come up with that ball. So, just updated the website Eagles lead 14 to 7, three minutes and 19 seconds left to go in the first quarter. As this, our first half, and it's gone by quick. So, here we go. Weeks it back in shotgun. Four wide receivers, too far, too near. Weeks waiting. Now he's going to run. Pushes it down to about the 25-yard line. Gain of about five. And on the stop for the Wildcats was a minute. Yeah, it looks like they're going to bring their field goal team on and uh, try to uh, add to this lead. Yeah, you might as well make it a 17-7 lead if they can get it. So they're going to go ahead. They're bringing on Aldana. They're going to set the ball down at the 33-yard line. So this is a 43-yard field goal attempt for your Eagles as the clock runs with two minutes, 27 seconds left to go. Waiting on the snap. Ball, snap. Ball down. Kick up. He's going to miss it. It looks like someone got a hand on it there, Bill, and it went to the right-hand side. So, in reality, no points for the Eagles, and the Wildcats are going to get the ball at their own 26-yard line. Yeah, and uh, uh, Sean uh, Federlin came around from the left-hand side. I think he was able to get just a piece of that ball as that ball uh, scooted to the right-hand side and and actually just barely made it across uh, the end zone. All right, so now, as the Eagles are going to have to play some defense here, with two minutes and 19 seconds left to go here in the first half. And they get that, and Rogas is getting squared. Rogas looking for snap. Yes, they almost lost it. Handed off, pushing it down and getting it to Cumby. Cumby's going to push a big gainer on that as he found the hole right up the middle there, Bill. Yeah, you're absolutely right. And then uh, with two minutes left in the first half, you definitely want to. Uh, uh, not slow down and give them, give up those big runs. All right. So the clock is continuing to run. We're going to go into halftime. Wow, what a fast game. you got to love that part if you don't want to hang around all day. As Rogas back in shotgun, two wide receivers set, and Rogas going to keep it as they fake the jet sweep, and he's wrapped up big number 35 for your Rowlett Eagles. That was Tylen Tyler on the stop. So... Yeah, that was a great penetration, penetration from the first down. Yep. Uh, yeah, yeah, enough for the first down, but that was great penetration by the Rowlett defense to min- minimize the, the gain on that. So it, it does stop the clock while they change. They move the chains, but they started that ball, clock back up now. Ball on their own 39 of the Wildcats. And Rogas waiting for the snap. He gets it. He hands it off. Cumbie pushing it up, and he is just whipped down by Gordon as well as number 48 for your Rowlett Eagles, Chance, or Chase Taylor. And that will stop the clock. A timeout. Who's calling it? The Wildcats. You can say. You got the microphone. It works. Hello? <laughs> Hello? <laughs> Hello? 
Hello. Hello. Yes. Are you there? Yes. All right. So break out of the football field. We'll take the same break here on the Couch Potato Sports Show. We will be right back. At Wesson General Contracting Incorporated, we're your one-stop shop for all your general contracting needs. We are locally owned and with over 20 years of experience, so roofing, gutters, sidings, fence staining, painting, foundation problems, or roof damage are no problems at all. Give us a call at 214-200-5588. That's 214-200-5588. Wesson General Contractors, proud sponsor of the Rowlett Eagles radio broadcast. And we are back here at Homer B. Johnson State. By the way, Homer B. retires. I saw that. It was in the news the other day in, in, in the, on the Dallas uh, Morning News. Ah, I got to close that down. I'm hearing, I'm hearing echoes. Here we go. Rojas with, the, Rojas with the pass, just a little bit behind the intended receiver. That was Straninsky. As they were, that, that just really didn't look good at all. Well, no, and Sonny, and we, we talked about this uh, at the beginning of the game. That, you know, Plano has thrown the ball 14 times through two games, 14 times all season. So far in the first half, they've thrown it seven times already. So they're, they're, they're having to make uh, play calling that they're not used to. Exactly. And the defense is causing that because they're just not getting it on the ground except for one play. Here we go, third down and five. Clock at a minute and 16 seconds left to go. Why it's not? Oh, that's right. And here we go. Rogas with a little false start action on the Wildcats. And that will back up the Wildcats as the ball was on their own 44-yard line. Offense, 29 Five-yard penalty, third down. Uh, what? He, <laughs> his well, mic, it's normally us. That's what I get for saying earlier. His, his mic sounds good tonight. <laughs> well, and, and that, that's a costly penalty. Now that's going to yeah, bring a third and ten. It's going to have to force them to put that ball in the air with a minute 12. And we've seen that, you know, they've really struggled in the air. As I mentioned before, they've thrown it seven times and only had two completions. Ball floats. The ball floats when we see uh, Rogas throw the football. So, Rogas, four wide receivers, too far. One near timeout. And who's this one going to go? The Eagles. So, no, the, it's actually going to go on the Wildcats. Oh. And since my microphone oh, works, I'm okay. going to tell you. Yeah, thank you. So, <laughs> the Eagle Eye up on top of it. Quick breakout on the football field. We'll take that same break here on the Couch Potato Sports Show. We'll be right back. Are you in need of an electrician in the Rowlett, Rockwall, or Saxe area? What kind of electrical work needs to be done, residential, business, or industrial? Contact Allen Bauer Electric for all of your electrical needs. It's important to have a qualified licensed electrician taking care of any electrical problems you may be having, so your loved one or customers are safe. We have built our business on quality for a fair price and good customer service, but of course... Give Allen Bauer Electric a call at 214-356-0197 and tell him Sonny sent you. Allen Bauer Electric, proud sponsor of the Rowlett Eagles radio broadcast. As we're back at Homer B. Johnson Stadium, 
Here comes third down and 10, minute and 12 seconds left to go for the first half to be done. So let's see what happens here. Rogas back in shotgun too far. They fake it and run it, and Rogas trying to get around the corner. And what I tell you, Bill, during the break, try to throw it. It's almost intercepted. Gordon was there on the coverage for your Rowled Eagles, and that was the play I thought they were going to play. The quarterback was going to run it and see if they could get a wide receiver behind the defense. Didn't happen. No, you're out. You're absolutely right. Uh, and that was a great defense as a. Uh, everybody shifted to that side of the field. So there was really a hard opportunity to be able to squeeze a ball in for a first down. All right. So brings up fourth down in the kicking unit for the Wildcats. Mazda puts a boot in it and it's going to hang in the air and it's going to go out of bounds. It'll probably go out at the Rowlett Eagles. Uh, but wait, about 38, about 36 yard line, 36 yard line. So a change in possession, Eagles up 14 to seven, less than a minute to go in the first quarter as the Eagles have been able to stop the powerhouse, the big time running. And what was the stat on passing for the uh, Plano Wildcats? Well, uh, after that last pass, they're actually two for eight in the game passing two for eight two completions for a total of four yards so you know you we've taken them out of their game so far in the first half uh for a team that for the first two games was averaging 42 points a game so we've taken them out of their game we've made them do something that they're not accustomed to doing so uh you know if we can take that momentum into the second half and uh shut them down when they first come out in the the second half we can take control of this game we got the ball at the uh beginning of the third quarter too don't we? No, they have the ball. They do. Thank you, Phil. All right. First down, 10. Ball on their own 34-yard line, that being your Eagles. Three far, one near. Weeks with the pass. Almost got it to Bolden. As Bolden, they were trying to thread the needle there, trying to get Bolden on the back shoulder to spin and run, and it goes incomplete. Yeah, and I, I think they were going to test uh, the defense out and see what they can get from it and see if there's an opportunity to – to make a drive out of this. So I think uh, I would expect to see them run uh, here as there's only 49 seconds left in the half. You definitely don't want to have turnover this deep in their field. Definitely. You're right. Here we go. And the ball off. Weeks and moving around the corners. Lane to the 40. Down to well, near midfield before he's pushed out of bounds there by Tolliver of the Wildcats. And that will be a first down for the Eagles. Temporarily stops the clock. Well, it actually stops the clock because they went out of bounds. So, uh, you know, you have time to regroup here and, uh, and call a good play. So here we go. 41 seconds left to go in the first half. As it's a four-wide receiver set for your Eagles. Too far, too near. And laying in the backfield with weak. Weeks waiting on the snap. He gets it. Fakes it off. Nope. Gives it to Lang. He gets a, trying to get around the corner, making a move. Pushes it down to the 45-yard line of the Wildcats. And Bill saying timeout, timeout, as we have two. And that's what they did. Called timeout. Bill, you should be on the sideline. <laughs> no, I was going to, but you made me come up here. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> All right. So quick break out on the field. We'll be right back.
ready for the start. We can never make talking about insurance as exciting as the Kentucky Derby. However, we can make it interesting to see how much we can help you save money on your car insurance. Check out Coslow Insurance at Rowlett Road and Main Street in Rowlett, or check them out on the web at coslowinsurance.com, where we always have the coffee pot on. Yeah, but is it fresh? We'll see what happens when they do. You bet. All right, 31 seconds left to go. Second down and three for your Eagles. Ball's on the 45-yard line of the Wildcats. This is still a prime time to be able to score. Running the two-minute drill, trying to get something downfield, I think, is what's going to happen. And where's Cameron Vitosh? Far side of the field? Is that him on the far? Yes, it is. It is. They keep it, though. Weak pushing it up the middle, and he's going to take down to the 35-yard line. Gain of 10. So the play clock, well, the clock stops at 24 seconds, and they're lined up. And Once again, remember that the clock stops on the first down. Yep. And they just started it back up. Weeks with the snap. Gets it to Dickens. Dickens, a double pass down the field. Bolden just out of the reach of his hand. Even Bill stood up for that one. Oh, that was a beautiful <laughs> play. And it was just uh, out of the reach of, uh, of uh, who was that? Was that uh, Gordon? Oh, not yep. Gordon. It was uh, Bolden. Bolden, yep. Yo, yeah, just one I, I'm, yard I'm sure Bolden is just kicking himself right now because I think uh, he, he, he knew he could have had that. And a beautiful touchdown pass that would have been right before halftime. Looking up at the sky. So here we go. Second down and three for the Eagles. Weeks back to pass. Has time. Puts it up and overthrew everybody. And that goes incomplete. And that will stop the clock with six seconds left to go. So the Eagles still have one more shot to get it into the end zone. Too far to kick it, obviously. And so the Eagles will put one more towards the end zone. So we have Dylan Watts out on the football field. We see Bolden as well. Dickens and Vitash in for the Eagles. Well, and you also got Dobson who came in, which is he's a tall kid, and uh, he's got a great leaping. So I expect to see him in the end zone somewhere around the ball. So here we go. Last play of the first half. As Weeks waiting for the snap, he gets it. He's back to pass, puts it up in the air. It's caught out of bounds, two seconds. That was an interesting play as Watts catches the ball, goes out of bounds, and enough to bring it on the kicking unit, Bill. This is interesting. So they're going to place the ball down at the 35-yard line, a 45-yard field goal attempt for Aldana. So let's see what happens here. Aldana's set. Everybody's on the line. Watts waiting for the snap. Ball snap. Ball down. Aldana got that one, and it's good. It goes. Oh, he missed it to the left. Eagle Eye saw it. Yeah, but, you're right. He had plenty of distance yes. on it just to the left. I think that was a great setup by uh, by the Rowlett offense. Absolutely. Uh, you know, everybody's looking for Hail Mary as a as Plano had two guys rushing the quarterback. Everybody else, about five guys, were within uh, the five-yard line to the goal line. And uh, Rowlett just uh, did a 10-yard uh, and out and was able to set themselves to give themselves the opportunity for a field goal. 
14 to 7 at halftime. We're going to take the quick break here on the Couch Potato Sports Show. Then we're going to go into our halftime. Enjoy halftime. We'll be back here on the Couch Potato Sports Show and your Rowlett Eagles Radio Network. We'll be right back. This is Sonny Clark, radio voice of your Rowlett Eagles, letting you know about the Mitchell Law Firm. Looking for a bankruptcy attorney in Rowlett? Talk directly to your bankruptcy attorney, not their paralegal. Get a personal touch directly from Greg Mitchell. The Mitchell Law Firm handles a wide variety of bankruptcy-related matters, including litigation arising out of bankruptcy matters in state as well as federal court. We represent both individual and small business debtors in Chapter 7, Chapter 11, and Chapter 13 bankruptcies. For more information, come in contact with Greg Mitchell at 972-463-8417. That's 972-463-8417. Or visit him on the web at www.mitchellps.com. Whether it's buying or selling a home, there is no bigger decision than choosing the real estate agent who will represent you during the transaction. Brian Chadwick of JP and Associates Realtors is here for you. 12 years in the property management business has afforded him great insight into the real estate needs of his clients. He serves all his clients as he served his country, with honor and integrity. With Brian Chadwick, you will have a dedicated, honest, and hardworking realtor in your corner. To experience what he can do for you, call Brian Chadwick today or visit him online. This is Sonny Clark, the radio voice of your Rowlett Eagles, telling you to contact Brian Chadwick at 972-533-9059 or visit him on the web at brianchadwick.jphomesforsale.com. That's Brian with a Y, not an I, chadwick.jphomesforsale.com. Here's another tip for a healthier you from Fit Body Boot Camp. One of the best things you can do for a healthier you is to instill yourself a love of water rather than sugary drinks. Soda pop and juices are filled with empty calories that encourage weight gain. The easiest way to do that is to stock your house with lots of bottled water or filtered water. Don't even have the soda pop readily available so you'll grow a custom of only drinking water. This has been another healthy tip from Mark Hall and Rowlett Fit Body Boot Camp. Give them a call at 214-888-2844 or visit them on the web at www.rowlettfbbc.com. Let Spirit Outfitters be your home for any of your specialty needs. Spirit Outfitters can do it all. Whether it's screen printing, custom apparel, spirit gifts, or embroidery, Spirit Outfitters has you covered. Need personalized apparel? We can do that. Want something just for you? We can do that also. Spirit Outfitters will let your imaginations run wild. Give them a call at 972-412-3440 or visit their showroom at 3538 Lakeview Parkway, Suite 101 in Rowlett. Or check them out on the web as well at thespiritoutfitters.com. If you're like me, you want your hot coffee in the morning. But as it's getting closer to summer and getting hotter outside, you'll want something more refreshing and cold. With a surefire menu of cold drinks, Scooters is sure to satisfy. Whether it's iced coffees, blenders, smoothies, or even cold tea, 
Check out Scooter's Coffee located at Rowlett Road in the 66 with a convenient drive through so you're sure to get in and out real quick and on to your business. That's Scooter's Coffee located in the Timberlake Shopping Center in Rowlett. This is Sonny Clark, radio voice of your Rowlett Eagles, letting you know about Palio's Italian Restaurant, located at Del Rock in the 66. Make sure you get the opportunity to taste the Palio's Gourmet Pizza on their Facebook. There are many opportunities to find out about getting a free pizza or just take a taste of some of the other Italian plates that they have. That's Palio's Pizza, located at 6702 Doll Rock Road, number 122, or give them a call at 214-703-9711. At Five Star HVAC Contractors, we know how important it is to be comfortable in your own home. That's why we make it a priority to get your air conditioner or heater running quickly and efficiently. We know what it takes to keep you comfortable this summer season. So now's the time to get a full AC tune-up. Call us today for a $45 service call to have a qualified technician come to your home. Also, new complete systems installed with zero down and zero interest for 12 months. No minimum monthly payment. So give us a call at 5 Star HVAC Contractors at 214-457-8441. That's 214-457-8441. And tell them Sonny sent you. Alright everybody, welcome into the Halftime Show. It's me, Sonny Clark, the hardest working man in sports radio here at halftime of your Rowlett Eagles as they are at home. They are taking on the Plano Wildcats. Folks, it's been a great season so far as your Eagles started off the season at 2-0. and And really, you can't complain about that, regardless who they play. Because, let's just face it. The Eagles don't have any control about the schedule. They can only play who is in front of them. And right now, they started off the season 2-0. An outside district schedule that is tough, without question. I, and even going back to Rockwell and Louisville, those two games, those games were won by five, a combined five points. So that tells you just how tough those football teams are outside of district. Um, and most likely, when you take a look at some of those teams that are outside of district, you're looking at teams that are better than the teams that are within the district of the Garland ISD and the other ones that are there. No disrespect to the other teams that are out there. So, really going in there and fighting that battle where the Rowlett Eagles are, this game, as well as the first two games, is a perfect scenario for this team as they move forward into district play. Because let's be honest, they could go 4-0 here in the out-of-district games, but it won't mean anything until they get into district. And that's going to be the interesting thing for the Raleigh Eagles. Where are they going to be? How's it going to work as far as Dick's uh, district is concerned? Is it going to be yet another battle with the Saxe Mustangs? Will they win the 
the conference themselves, or will it be Saxy with Rowlett behind them? And who are going to be the other two teams that will make it out of this actual conference and make it into the playoffs? That's going to be the big question. Obviously, the number one spot is a good spot because it will keep you close to the area as far as playoffs are concerned, so you're not always traveling all the way down to Waco or whatever the case may be. So it's important for the Raleigh Eagles to get those victories. Even these out-of-district games, that's going to help them as far as figuring out where they're going to be as far as the playoffs are concerned. Want to see the Raleigh Eagles get that victory so they are not up on the road for a long road trip uh, to start out the first part of the season. We will be bringing you those games here on the Couch Potato Sports Show as the Raleigh Eagles move forward into the playoffs. Uh, if and when that happens. Of course, they got to get there and they've got to get that victory. So, now, I wanted to talk a little bit about something that is really near and dear to my heart. We have been calling the Rowlett Eagles. This is our fourth year. And in our first year in the booth over at HPJ Stadium, as Bill Cerna will attest to, that I get there early. I get there early because I got a lot of work that I want to do to make sure the production of the game is on point and making sure that the internet connections and everything that we do for our football team to call these games are done. That has to be number one when we are getting set and ready to go to call these games. That's number one. Um, Then number two, obviously, we don't get the rosters early. Now, it's hard to get them. And just as much as I'm Sonny Clark, the hardest working man in sports radio, um, making and being able to get those rosters from the coaches. Uh, Some of the coaches think that, you know, we're trying to be sneaky or whatever the case may be, and they won't do it. So I stopped doing it, and we get the rosters day up. So getting there early, I write down the rosters so I can see players at their positions so I can better call the game to do it. That having also been said, as I sit here, this HBJ Stadium is the first year where Homer Bree Johnson is not the athletic director of this school. And that's really a new thing because obviously this guy's been in the uh, business here for the Garland Dynasty for so many years, over 60 years. I mean, geez, guys, I'm almost 50, and this guy was already, you know, he was already, I mean, 11 years before that, he was already out there doing this. So I find it incredible uh, that the longevity of this man has, you know, gotten to this point, and his reputation precedes him. I mean... There's something about Homer B. Johnson when you make that statement. You start talking about uh, people within an ISD, within the Garland ISD, the first name out of anybody and the longevity that comes to Homer B. Johnson. We've had him on. We've interviewed him for our halftime shows before as he's very polite and always wants to work with us. And I, I dig that about him. I still don't know if Homer B. Johnson is going to be in attendance over at Homer B. Johnson Stadium watching tonight's football game as your Rowlett Eagles are taking on the Plano Wildcats. So, 
it's going to be the first year without the guy that brings it to us and helps us get to the games and and enjoy the games. So um, I hope Homer, if he's not here um, listening to our broadcast or listening to some broadcast of the Garland ISD. So what we're going to do now is we're going to take a quick break here on the Couch Potato Sports Show. When we come back, we're going to hear from my good friend, uh, nice guy, Rodney James of Buffalo Creek Doors and Floors. We're going to talk to him about his business and what he can do for you. Um, So we will bring you him as well as we're going to try to be able, and I think we'll be able to get it done, uh, bring in the marching band uh, for the Rowlett Eagles. I'll try to bring that in, okay? Now, it may have been the first. Normally the home team goes second, so hopefully this works out the way I'm trying to do it here as far as the placement of what we're talking about in the timing of the halftime show. So that's what we're going to do. Take the quick break here on the Couch Potato Sports Show. Come back here and hear from Rodney James of Buffalo Creek Doors and Floor, who is the sponsor of our halftime show. We'll do that here on the Couch Potato Sports Show and your Rowlett Eagles radio network. We'll be right back. Are you in need of an electrician in the Rowlett, Rockwall, or Saxe area? What kind of electrical work needs to be done, residential, business, or industrial? Contact Alan Bauer Electric for all of your electrical needs. It's important to have a qualified, licensed electrician taking care of any electrical problems you may be having so your loved one or customers are safe. We have built our business on quality for a fair price and good customer service, but of course... Give Alan Bauer Electric a call at 214-356-0197 and tell him Sonny sent you. Alan Bauer Electric, proud sponsor of the Rowlett Eagles radio broadcast. Wesson General Contracting Incorporated, we're your one-stop shop for all your general contracting needs. We are locally owned and with over 20 years of experience, so roofing, gutters, sidings, fence staining, painting, foundation problems, or roof damage are no problems at all. Give us a call at 214-200-5588. That's 214-200-5588. Wesson General Contractors. Proud sponsor of the Rowlett Eagles radio broadcast. At Regal and Rustic Estate Sales, let us take the burden out of hosting, staging, and cleaning of your estate sale or liquidation. We will provide reliable, friendly service with an experienced crew. We have an excellent reputation for professionalism with exceptional customer service and knowledge. We understand that staging and drawing attention to your sale is key. Most importantly, we listen to our customers' needs and pay attention to detail. That is what separates us from other local estate sales and companies as we truly care about your presentation, property, and belongings. That's Regal and Rustic Estate Sales. Contact Renee Sheffield at 972-861-0231 or check us out on the web at regalandrustic.com. 
Are you having trouble understanding Social Security planning? There are a lot of questions that have to be answered, like when does it make the most sense for you and your spouse to start receiving Social Security? What is the impact of your Social Security benefits if you work during retirement? How much of your Social Security will be taxed each year? Let Nest Egg Wealth Advisors provide you with that direction to these decisions. Call our offices today at 972-412-6064 or visit us on the web at nesteggadvice.com for your complimentary guide to Social Security. Costco Insurance has been in Rowlett since 1981, a family-run independent insurance agency that Texans trust. Our website, CostloInsurance.com, was built to explain insurance in an easy-to-read, information-only format just for you with articles you will enjoy. Promise, because we wrote it. Bundle your insurance and save big. Did you know when you put together at least two types of insurance from an insurance company, typically home, apartment, or rental, along with your auto insurance, you can save as much as 25%? It's true. So come visit us on Main Street in Rowlett or on the web at costloinsurance.com where we always have the coffee pot on. Yeah, but is it fresh? And welcome back into the Couch Potato Sports Show. As we are here, it's the halftime show, and I'm going to bring on the guy that I'm going to tell you right now. If you get an opportunity, you got to head on over to a Facebook page and pull up Buffalo Creek Doors and Floors, specializing right here in Rowlett. I've got online the owner of Buffalo Creek Doors and Floors, as they're specializing in a lot of new nanotechnology repairs. It's Rodney James. How you doing, Rodney? Man, I'm doing great. How about yourself? I'm doing good. Now, Rodney, I, I've seen the pictures. I've seen what you got going on on your website. For, uh, for people who have not seen it or don't know anything about you, let people know what Buffalo Creek Doors and Floors is all about. Well, what I do is I use nanotechnology products to repair and seal just about every surface there is. So I do spot repairs on wood and stone and stainless steel. Now, when you say spot repairs, meaning when someone's got to come and do some work on it, you got to tear up the whole house in order to take care of this stuff, or or do you do you make a big mess? How do you go about doing that? Now, what we do is we uh, we specialize in doing spot repairs, which means you don't do any tear out whatsoever, uh, and we just repair just the spot, so we'll make it look like nothing's ever happened to it. We, uh, it's like, uh, for instance, if you've got a gouge in the floor or in a piece of furniture or something, we fill that in, we color it, we put wood grain back to it, and then we fill it with a lacquer spray so that you can't tell that any damage has happened at all. So there's no tear out whatsoever, which saves people thousands of dollars. And that is the key of what your business is all about, trying to save your customers money, but also still give them a good quality product that they can be proud of. That is correct. 
So when you're going into a place, let people know what you've got to do to make the determination on what can be done or how it needs to be done. I'm sure people just can't pick up the phone and describe what's going on without you taking a look at it to give them the best thing to help them fix whatever they're trying to fix. Yeah, a lot of times they can send me pictures. Uh, they can text me pictures and Generally, I can see with by the picture that uh, we can we can make whatever picture we need to make. So, looking at pictures and things of that sort is going to help you. Let people know what you've done locally. Maybe they can see what you've done out publicly um, out there. I'm sure, I, I think you just had an opening of uh, an establishment right there over at Firewheel, if I'm not mistaken. Yeah, it was actually Bankhead Brewery that was in uh, downtown Rock Rowlett, which is on Main Street in downtown. Uh, I see faux painting on the floor. It's actually a faux staining uh, that uh, we tried to make it look like beer on the floor, flowing. And uh, I think we accomplished what we were after. So looking at that, was it like a 3D graphic or was it just like uh, ju just something that people are going to walk on they're not going to really recognize? Oh, no, it's 3D. And uh, I think uh, every, all eyes are going to be glued to the floor when they get there. And I don't know if they're going to leave the floor because they see so many different figures and uh, images and things like that in the in the floor, uh, and it's really a floor that I don't think there's ever another one going to be like it anywhere. So really, in reality, we're talking about a work of art. Yeah, pretty much. It was like a canvas. It was a 2,100 square feet canvas. So when you when you do something like this, I mean, what is what's the design tech now? How long does it take for you to take a look at what you're going to do? Um, and figure out what you're going to do. What is the process of getting it done right before you're actually going to do the work? What's the process leading up to the hands-on work? Well, I actually will go out to the site and take a look to see what we've got to work with. Uh, then I, I make a determination of what kind of prep work that needs to be done. And then, uh, of course, the processes that we need to use to get the job done. And uh, generally... Uh, if I'm doing a, a, a floor, uh, it generally takes about three to four days because uh, each day I have to go out and do a little bit of work and then let it dry overnight and then come back the next day and put another uh, process to it. So generally it's like three to four days. Of course, this, this floor at uh, the Bankhead took about two weeks because it was a very special process that we used that uh, took a long time for it to dry. 10-4. Now, you said also you do work on stainless steel and working on areas that have had the gouges and stuff. I, how does that system work? What do you got to do in order? And how do you determine whether or not you can uh, actually fix something that, such as stainless steel? Well, as long as the steel is not dented, we can get the scratches out and then put the manufacturer's surface back into it. Uh, and then I also seal it with a nanotechnology product, uh, which is liquid crystal glass. And I uh, spray it on, it looks like water going on, and when I buff it off, you've got crystal glass down in the pores of the metal that protect it from oxidation and from fingerprints and makes it antimicrobial in nature. Got it. So if folks want to find out a little bit more about you, how can they go about doing it? My name is Rodney James. Buffalo Creek, doors and floors, 214-536-2607, or they can go to my website, www.buffalocreekdoorsandfloors.com, or they can go to my Facebook page, Buffalo Creek Doors and Floors. And that's going to do it for our halftime show. We'd like to thank 
Rodney James of Buffalo Creek Doors and Floors for his sponsorship of Halftime. We're going to take a quick break, and when we come back, we're going to take a look at the halftime stats of tonight's ball game. We were unable to get the band in. We're going to try to get that done next time we are here at the HBAJ, or HBJ Stadium here in Garland, Texas. So we'll take that quick break, and when we come back, let's take a look at the first half stats with the Eagle Eye, Bill Cerno. We'll be right back. Don't just call any heating and air conditioning repairman. Call an expert. At Stevenson's Heating and Air Conditioning, we are your experts. Whether it's a seasonal maintenance that keeps your system running at a peak efficiency or a complete replacement of your system, Stevenson's Heating and Air Conditioning does it all. Common Sense Solutions for your home comfort. Stevenson's, where quality is our standard, not our goal. Give them a call at 972-475-3227 or check them out on the web at stevensonshvac.com. We can never make talking about insurance as exciting as the Kentucky Derby. However, we can make it interesting to see how much we can help you save money on your car insurance. Check out Coslo Insurance at Rowlett Road and Main Street in Rowlett, or check them out on the web at CosloInsurance.com, where we always have the coffee pot on. Yeah, but is it fresh? This is Sonny Clark, radio voice of your Rowlett Eagles, letting you know about Chang Lee's Taekwondo in Rowlett. At Chang Lee's Taekwondo, we specialize in all types of Taekwondo, and you can also sign up for free instruction classes. That's Chang Lee's Taekwondo, modern training with traditional values. Check out our website for grand opening specials or one-month Taekwondo classes for $49. That's at Chang Lee's Taekwondo, located at 2212 Lakeview Parkway, Suite 100 in Rowlett, or give them a call at 963-506-4483, or check them out on the web at www.mychanglees.com. Harlow Tree Surgery offers more than just tree trimming and tree removal. They also offer landscaping services, planting, stump grinding, as well as fertilization and tree health. So if your tree was hit by lightning like mine, or you just need regular tree maintenance, call today and book your free estimate at 214-695-6500. That's 214-695-6500. And let them know you heard it here on the Rowlett Eagles radio broadcast. Welcome back to Homer to Steve Johnson Stadium as we get ready for the second half kickoff here in just a minute. Let me go over uh, some halftime stats so far uh, for the game. For Rowlett, for in passing, freshman uh, week was uh, 13 attempts at 7 completions for 105 yards and one nice touchdown to the Todd. Uh, Garrett Herman had four completions out of 7 attempts for 80 yards. And Ladarius Dickens had one attempt but wasn't able to complete that one. On the Russian side of it, 
Preston Weeks also led the team in uh, rushing as he had seven attempts for 63 yards. Garrett Hermes had eight attempts for 40 yards and a touchdown. Monet Lang had three attempts for 25 yards. Kobe Morrow had four attempts for 12 yards. On the receiving side of it, Ladarius Dickens led the way with four receptions for 64 yards. Dylan Watts had three receptions for 49 yards. Cameron Vitosh had one reception for 33 yards, but made the most of it as he got the lone passing touchdown. Kenny Frashad had one reception for 24 yards. Donald Dobson had one uh, reception for 10 yards. And Jalen Bolden had one reception for five yards. So as we, as we get ready here for kickoff and this is a lineup, I'll hand it over to Sonny. All right, we are back here to start the third quarter. Your Eagles up 14 to 7. As your Eagles have really handled this Wildcat team as the Eagles are going to go ahead and kick this one off. Put it high up in the air near the 20-yard line. Trying to go around the corner for the Wildcats is Melson, and he runs backwards um, and losing a couple yards because he fielded it at the 22-yard line, and they're going to put the ball down at the 19-yard line. And on the coverage for your Rowlett Eagles was a Dakota Gilly. On the, on the special teams as he was able to make that uh, that stop. All right. Now, so the Eagles are getting squared here to come out defensively to do what they've done except for one drive. And I don't even count the drive. It was 55-yard run, and it was a two-play drive. But the rest of the drive, the Eagles have handled this Wildcat team to this point, and that is huge, especially with the dynamic of this offense as they go ahead and get going. Rogoff goes ahead, hands the ball off, and they're right up on Crumley. And Crumley, I don't know what, how many yards did he have rushing in the first half because this is not the normal amount of yards that this young man gets. Well, Crumley actually had 95 yards oh, on the rate 55, but he had 55 on one play. So really, uh, minus that one play, it was seven attempts for 40 yards. So that brings up second down for your Eagles. I'd like to thank the Chamber members for having us over for a little snack during halftime. And uh, we got a new sponsor out here tonight with us as uh, Mitchell, the Mitchell Walker joining us here in sponsorship of the Raleigh Eagles. Here we go. Second down and seven as they go ahead and try to get it around. Rogas is just not getting anywhere. The swarming attack of the Raleigh Eagles defense and here it is. It's led by Dylan Bauer and he gets around the corner and then he gets some help from his friends as well as on the stop also was Chase, you know, again, Chase Taylor. Yeah, absolutely. And you, you're, you, that was a exact word was swarm. Yeah. Uh, they're swarming that ball on every play, which really disrupted the Plano office in the first half. That's why they had to go into air as much as they did. And that wasn't very much, but it was way outside of the norm for this football team as well, they go into it. And like I mentioned, 14 passes all year. They had eight passes in the first half. So there you go. Third down and five for the Wildcats from their own 24-yard line. Rogasa threw it just a little bit too far out of the reach of the wide receiver that it was intended for as number 29. That was Keeper. So Keeper unable to bring it in for the Wildcats, and that brings on their kicking unit. The Eagles, again, defensively stopping a big-time rushing offense. Well, and that was a great way to start the second half. You get a three and out and get the ball in good uh, good uh, field position. So here comes the kick, and Ladarius Dickens might get a chance to play it. He's going to pick it up off the bounce at his own 40, go one way. Now he's going to try to go another, and he's met head-on, and he's still running back. We're trying to break tackles. He lost about five yards. Uh, in the 
to start it, and Reese was the first one to hit him, and then he had a little help from his friends, so the Eagles going to start this drive off on their own 30. Uh, what is that? You're going to put it on 35? Yep, 35. So the Eagles now, they want to put a sustaining drive out and take some time off the clock, even though they, they with the running game that's coming from the Wildcats, the clock is moving, but the Eagles wanted to keep it going. So I expect to see more runs for the Eagles if they're successful. Yeah, absolutely. It looks like they're coming out with Hermes here to start the second half. And uh, uh, let's see if they do get their running game uh, started and uh, get some time off that clock. Three wide receivers set, two near, one far for your Eagles. And Lang in the backfield. Fake the Lang, gets it to Fatash with the catch at the 40. Now down to the 50-yard line on the stop, number 34 for the Wildcats. That was Lenas. Yeah, and you know what? Every time you get the uh, ball into Fatasha's hands, he makes positive yards. He makes players miss, and he and he picks up big yards. Playmaker. I like it. And, and that's one of the guys I thought that was going to be really underrated. Handed off the lane. He bounces off into the outside. Down to the 40. Now to the 42-yard line as the Rowlett Eagles get the first down. Now stop for the Plano Wildcats. That was number 34. That was Linus again, and Linus making some plays defensively. Here come the Eagles to the line again quickly. Two near, one far, and they hand it off. And going to here comes the near side line, breaking this fight in the alley. And he picked up, what, about seven yards just following a blocker there, Bill. Yeah, you're absolutely right. And right now, the, the Rowlett offense is just taking control of that defensive line and pushing that ball up the field as they're getting 10 yards, seven yards, eight yards. Uh, you know, especially on first down, you get that type of uh, uh, yardage. It opens the playbook up for you. Yeah, and they're pushing the deep, the offensive line is pushing the defensive line around, and that's what we're seeing coming out here into the third quarter. Five, four wide receivers set too far, too near, and laying in the backfield with Hermes. Hermes was going to run it, fake yell off of Dickens. Dickens catches it at the 30, and he's going to take it down to the uh, about the 22-yard line, but there's a yellow hanky, Bill. I'm not sure. I saw where it come from, but where it came from, it, I think this is going to go against the Eagles for a yeah. block in the back, I think, or I, just maybe some kind of holding. Or no, something. I think they're going to catch a uh, uh, camera yeah. by Tosh for holding there. So, And I, I just kind of seen guys that were out of position. If they were normally blocking them, they would have been pushing them you know, backward. And it looked like Vitash got one of the defenders behind him, and he held him down. Well, a positive thing with that, even though it was a penalty, that penalty happened uh, seven yards down the field. So really only a loss of three yards on that penalty. Yeah, so it's second down and about 13 as they place the ball at the 41-yard line of the Wildcats. So as Hermes going to look this over. And they're all going to take a look over to the sideline. Three wide receivers set, two far, one near. Big tight ends on the end there, Bill. That's nice to see. As Hermes waiting for it, gets the pass out to Vitasha. It was just a little too high. Vitasha unable to bring that one in as I, the excitement of that play. I think they knew what they had something there on the far side there, Bill. Yeah, absolutely. And then uh, there was some pressure on the line as, uh, as they snapped that ball as uh, you had a outside blitz coming from uh, the left-hand side and put pressure on Hermes, uh, and he had to get that ball up in the air a little higher than he expected. Third down and 13 for the Eagles as the ball's still resting on the 41-yard line of the Wildcats. The Eagles need a first down here as they try to keep the momentum to this point of the game 
uh, coming out into the second half. The defense did it. Now it's time for the offense. Hermes going to change the play. Two near, one far, and laying in the backfield for Ural Ed Eagles. Yellow hanky delay a game. That'll back up the Eagles and make it a third down and 18. That's also going to create a timeout. So well, it, looked, it looked like they called a timeout before the penalty. Ah, so that'd be awesome. So uh, with the timeout on the football field, that means there's going to be a timeout here on the Couch Potato Sports Show. You're listening to coverage of the 2015-2016 Rowlett Eagles varsity football team. We'll be right back. Buying or selling your home could be the single most important decision you make in your life. You need someone with the experience and know-how to help you through this decision. Brian Chadwick of JP and Associate Realtors has you covered. Knowing the specifics of the Rowlett and Rockwall area is his specialty. Contact Brian at 972-375-9448 or visit him on the web at brianchadwick.jphomesforsale.com. That's Brian with a Y, not nichadwick.jphomesforsale.com. Back at Homer B. Johnson Stadium, it's Sonny Clark, the hardest working man in sports radio, along with the Eli Bill Serna. Here comes a third down and 13. They did get the timeout before the flag for the delay of game. Three far, one near for your Eagles, laying to the right of Hermes. As Hermes waiting for the snap, he's back to pass. He's looking. I think he wants to go deep. He does just out of the reach of the intended receiver, Dylan Watts. Dylan Watts just went out with a straight run right down. He stopped and went to the left. Hermes just let him just a little bit too much, and that's going to bring up fourth down for the Eagles as the clock reads eight minutes and 35 seconds left to go in the third quarter. So the Eagles bring on Dylan Watts to kick the football. He's been putting the boot into it. He's going to be standing at his own 45-yard line, so he's 55 yards away from the end zone and standing back at the 10 for the Wildcats. And Watts just ballooned this one. And let's see where they're going to say it was out of bounds. And looks like they're going to put it at the market. At the eight-yard line, so by Watts, puts the Wildcats back on their feet, and they got a long road to go to get to the end zone if they expect to score here on this drive. So the Eagles now, they get the big-time play from the kicking game in special teams, and now the Wildcats are going to be fighting from their own end of the field so first down and 10 balls on their own eight yard line is dylan watts with a nice kick keeping everybody away from the ball and direction right out of bounds it was pretty so that brings up the first down for the wildcats well and then dylan watts has been a pleasant surprise kicking the ball absolutely done a good job uh, doing it for his first season yeah doing the punting duties so here we go Rogas back in the shotgun. He's got two wide receivers, one near. They're going to have to throw the ball here if they're going to do it, but they do. They hand it off to Crumby. Crumby trying to get around the corner. He's getting nowhere. Eagles, the ball's on the ground. Eagles say they got the ball. And let's see. Let's wait for the call. And we're not getting it yet. There it is. Turnover for the Eagles. They get the ball on the fumble. Crumby 
on where it happened. He lost it on the spin as he was initially hit. Here's the replay. Yeah, he ran into his own player, big number 76. And what is that, Jaquel Davis bringing that one and picking it up off the ground, according to the Eagle Eye? No, mark that, Parkman. I was going to say, what's Davis, Davis doing on the defensive side? Parkman, what's the stop? Pointing at the wrong number. <laughs> I just got big fingers. That's what it is. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I don't know how anybody does anything by texting. That, that they got it to where now it recognizes the voice. So, All right, so the Eagles, first down and goal from the seven-yard line of the Wildcats, and in for the Rowlett Eagles, that's Weeks. Weeks gets the snap. Going to take it down to about the four-yard line, the gain of about three as he was just trying to follow blockers and then the hole closed. And on the stop for the Wildcats, that was Bradley. Here comes the Eagles again. Second down and goal from the five. Weeks going, trying to push it in, waiting for the call. He's near the end zone. No call yet. Looks like they're going to keep him at about the one-yard line, Bill. And there's the yellow hanky pushing and shoving. That one's going to go against the Plano because it looked like there was a push in the back. And let's see where it's at right there. So that's where it looks like this one's going to go against the Wildcats, I think. So wait for the White Hats and the Eagle Eye is checking something out on that far side. When the Eagle Eye is looking at something and trying to decipher what's going on, this one's going against the Eagles. I think they're going to back this one up here, Bill. Yeah, I think they're going to call the Eagles for unnecessary roughness on this. And that's that retaliation of what that was because it came from a block and a push from the back and that retaliation penalty. And that will. They'll back them up to the 15-yard line if they go ahead and do this. Let's see if they march it off. Third. It'll be third down. Well, we couldn't tell who it was. The what? Go out on the microphone from the the. Yeah, that I was just doing. No, that. no, yeah, listen, no listen, there's nothing that. wrong with our connection. That yeah. was actually uh, uh, Sunny Sunny imitating the the official. He did a pretty darn good job because I thought something was wrong with it. <laughs> Oh, by the way, we I, I was at work at U-Haul, had some of our fans come in who were listening to the game last week. That was kind of cool. Oh, they that's cool. They, they, I said, they, they, asked, asked, them, they asked me how, how I was doing. I was, I was happy because it was football. He says, who do you root for? I said, the Eagles. He said, wait, you're Sonny Clark. <laughs> and they didn't mention me? No, he didn't. No, I bet you if you were with me. But you don't want to be stuck at U-Haul. Seven minutes and 30 seconds left to go here in this third quarter as the Eagles backed up. Now second down and goal from the 16-yard line. Week's going to take the long pass and get nowhere. Good play, number 34 for the Wildcats. Getting down there was Linus again. And that being said, that brings up third down. The Eagles still can get the field goal, but, man, it would be nice to tack on a touchdown Well, right and here. that's just it. When you get the ball on the on the eight-yard line like they or the five-yard line like they have, you got to take advantage of that. And, and you can't have, um, you know, a penalty, costly penalty, penalties like yep. they just had. You know, and now you're going to bring it into a, a field goal of a 30, what, 33 yards. 33 yards. Uh, compared to being on the uh, second and one for the one-yard line. So Aldana on to kick the field goal, 33-yard, and it's almost blocked. And this one goes downtown for the Rowlett Eagles. So the Eagles have taken the lead, 17-7, 10-point lead. So a breakout on the football field. 
need to break here on the Couch Potato Sports Show. You're listening to the coverage of the 2015-2016 Raleigh Eagles varsity football team. We'll be right back. At Regal and Rustic Estate Sales, let us take the burden out of hosting, staging, and cleaning of your estate sale or liquidation. We will provide reliable, friendly service with an experienced crew. We have an excellent reputation for professionalism with exceptional customer service and knowledge. We understand that staging and drawing attention to your sale is key. Most importantly, we listen to our customers' needs and pay attention to detail. That is what separates us from other local estate sales and companies as we truly care about your presentation, property, and belongings. That's Regal and Rustic Estate Sales. Contact Renee Sheffield at 972-861-0231 or check us out on the web at regalandrustic.com. Back at Homer B. Johnson Stadium, Sonny Clark along with the Eagle Eye, Bill Cerna, the hardest working guy in football. <laughs> Referring to Sonny Clark. Yeah, we got we to gotta, have to figure out Eagle Eye a little bit better. <laughs> the, the Eagle Eye, Bill Cerna. Hey, I, I think I like it. I don't know. <laughs> 635 left to go. 10-point lead for your Eagles, doing it in that fashion. Here comes the crowd. I love it. Here come the Eagles. They go ahead. Big boot on this one. And handling it at the seven-yard line, there was a keeper, or mark that, Chris. And he's going to take it down to the 22-yard line. As for the Eagles, stop out on the football field. Number nine, that was Bryant on the stop, and he got a little help from his friends as well out there, but the Wildcats are going to start this drive on their own 22-yard line. The Eagles really have dominated this game, in reality, especially defensively. Offensively, they're still, you know, still working on it, but here's the thing. You got the 10-point lead with the way the clock goes. They almost have to throw the football if they're going to try to get back into the game, and this team doesn't throw the football. They're not even lined up that way, and they go ahead and they keep it, pushing it down. Rogas, maybe a gain of about five or six. Look at the play down here. Big battles out there for your Rowlett Eagles. Poole was out there on the wide receiver for the Wildcats. Number, let's see, I'm trying to catch that number if he turns sideways. Forget it. But who was on him? <laughs> well, and, he and, won't turn. And Sonny, you're, talk, you're, you're talking about the the ball game. It's a ten point ball game, but right now Rowlett's out uh, total yards on him three hundred sixty one to one hundred nineteen. Keevers was who it was as they hand the ball off and get nowhere. You want to know what? Guess what? I get to call his name. Bets on the stop. Oh well, it wasn't bet. Is eighty four or ninety four? You say it was. 94. Well, remember, Beth is now it's Terry. No, 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 no. He is actually, I've got this verified. Number 17 for your Rowlett Eagles is Poole. So that I think, that I got because of that's where, where it is. That is still, as far as I know, number 89. He hasn't been on the field. Haven't seen him. So not sure what, what that is all about, but we'll find out. I don't even, I'm looking inside. I don't even see it out on the football field. So we'll see. All right, 504 as the Wildcats go with third down and three. 
And Rogas pushes it up the middle. He's going to get enough for the first down, barely. Well, it's going to be close. I think they're going to have to do a measurement uh, um, and find out where it's at. That was a great uh, pursuit by Bauer yes. to limit it because as, as when he came across the line of scrimmage, yep. it looked like he had a big hole. And Bowers closes up real quick just to He came to limit sideways it. on that play. And he, he, if he wasn't there, he had a clear route. So Dylan Bauer making the play on the ball um, from the side. Yeah. So they're going to measure this one out and see if they get enough for the first well, down. I, th- I think he's going to be a little bit short on this, which is going to uh, bring up a decision by the coaches. You know, being on the 33-yard line, do you want to go for a fourth and uh, inches, or do you want to go ahead and punt it away? They got to go. And, and the reason being is there's no moment. They got to create the momentum. They got to figure out what they're going to do because they got to consistently be able to move the ball against this defense, and it's not happening. <laughs> so look what at do the, they say? They're they're, they're really looking. Link? Oh, he, to him. wow, wow! Dude, that was a lot of. I've never seen an official look at the chain, put it <laughs> almost get on his knees to look that close to the ball. Uh, he forgot see. his glasses. Well, I think he... <laughs> I don't know. He, yeah, he he was almost all the way down to the ground to see if that ball uh, was reaching um, the pole. Four minutes, 54 seconds left to go in the third quarter. Your Eagles. See, I can't do that. All right, so your Eagles have to lead 17-7. Uh, to 10-point lead. And the Wildcats get that first down. That was a big first down for them. It, it was a big first down for them. So right now, Rallis got to put a stop to don't give uh, that Plano team any momentum to uh, get down the field. Yeah, you got to stop them here. First down and 10 ball on their own 33. The Wildcats trying to push the ball down. And Rogoff back to pass. There's the screen. It's caught and getting nowhere. They might have lost a yard or two on that one, Bill as the ball was actually caught in the backfield and bringing it back. Um, the catch was done by Sterninski, and Gordon was there on the stop. Yeah, and you're, you're absolutely right. They did lose yards on it uh, as uh, it was a screen, and they, they let the defense line just come in on a, uncontested. And uh, just two-yard loss. Wasn't able to uh, produce it. So, you know, now with that being said, that's three completions for the game for two yards. Wow. That was, yeah, it takes <laughs> It took away from their positives. All right. So second down 12 for the Wildcats at their own 33-yard line. Mark that, 32, as they fake the handoff and pushing it down as Rogas. He's going to pick up about uh, about six or seven there. And on the stop for your Rowlett Eagles there was number 94 again, Terry. Well, once again, you're you're bringing up a third and five, which is it's a manageable third and five, but it's also a positive for the Rowlett defense. It's going to make them, you know, a little bit more than just a short yardage gain that they're going to get. Yes. So it's going to put them in between. Do I run it or do we throw the ball? And right now you don't have anything to lose because of the dominance right now that is being shown by the Rowlett Eagles defense. Here we go. Ragas back in shotgun. Too far, one near on the wide receivers. And running back in the backfield, and Rogas is going to follow Brockery. Finds the hole and ran into his own player. This should have been more. He took it down to the 42-yard line. And, Bill, if he didn't run into his own player, he probably could have got that down to about the 30 or 25-yard well, line. Well, he might have scored on that because he did have an opening there, and you're absolutely right. He was trying – you know, he, he split the defenders, but he had one of his uh, uh, receivers there blocking his way 
actually it was number 12, uh, Dylan uh, Sterninski, that got in the way of him uh, getting that ball down the field. Yeah, Sterninski. Um, yeah, because he was looking to kick it in the overdrive is what he was looking. First down and 10, ball on the 41 of the Eagles. As Rogas now gets the snap, he's going to follow blocker. Nowhere. Uh-uh. Number 90, Rodriguez on the stop. As I happen to be looking directly at it, normally the eagle eye let me know. I got lucky. So, brings up second down in well, about eight. About eight. And this is a, the first time in a long time that the Wildcats have actually been in the Rowlett side of the field. So, let's, let's see how the Rowlett can, if they can uh, um, slow them down and keep them uh, at a good distance from getting to the goal line. Moving the two minutes left to go in the third quarter. Boy, it's only 9.08. We're doing good on time. Here we go. Rogas back in shotgun. Two near, one far. They do a double reverse, and the ball's on the ground. The Eagles have the ball. On the coverage for your Rowlett Eagles. Who was that? Big number 77, I think, Bill, right? I think it was... Uh, Will Hyde. No, that that got the fumble? Yeah. That was actually, it looked like it was um, uh, Dylan. No, I'm sorry. We don't have a 14 on our roster. I thought it was 77, but then again, you're the eagle eye. Yeah, well, and it, it, what it was was it, it was a attempted reverse, and yeah. Tumby handed it, uh, handed it to uh, Deminsky on the reverse, and He's that dropped. that exchange was uh, what was fumbled. All right, so the Eagles have the ball on their own 47-yard line, first down and 10. Eagles stop the drive from the Wildcats. And first down for the Eagles, two near, one far. And keeping the ball, that is Week. Week's going to pick up about two before he's hit there by number nine. That was Bradley. So Bradley on the stop for the Wildcats. Brings up second down and Eight and the Eagles are quick to the line. Too far, one near. Morrow back in the game for your Eagles. So Weeks waiting for the snap. He gets it. He's going to get the Morrow. Morrow's going to go to the far side. Good tackle from behind by Bradley as he got in the backfield and he just followed Morrow and was able to bring him down as Morrow was going on the far side of the football field to try to find the hole. That's going to bring up third down and seven. Weeks getting everybody set to near one far, and they're going to look to the side, see what Coach Stevens wants to do here. He's going to keep the same. Looks like he's going to change the play. Looking for Dickens on the slant. I would like to see that. Well, and they got two guys that are covering Dickens off the line here. Yeah, they do. They got him on glue. Back to pass. Weeks looking. He's going to go deep. Ball caught by Matash at the 30. No, that was number 18. That was Dobson on the reception. And that was a great catch over the middle as he had two guys right around him ready to hit him and uh, to keep the concentration and bring that ball in and, and tuck it when he's getting hit was a was a great job by by uh, Dobson. 33 seconds, quick pass near side. Batash with the catch, pushes it to the 20. And, wow, he grabbed him by the horse collar and slowed him down. They didn't get the flag, but he took it down near the 10-yard line. And on the stop for the Plano Wildcats, number 36, that was Bradley again. And 
watch this play. They got it right there by the co- horse no, collar. Was, no call. That was a clear, yeah, clear horse collar there. But I don't think they call it unless they take him to the ground backward. But Eagles, first down and 10 on the 11. They can still get the first down as they hand it off to Morrow. Morrow's going to have to rush around their corner as there are a bunch of them. Number seven for Nandad was there. And that might have been a loss. Yep, a loss of about three. Don't look at that, Sonny. I know. That's why Don't I, look at that I, I was going to do it. But they're correct. It was a yep. loss of three. Wow, loss of three. They got it right second down. And there's going to be a timeout on the football field. So with a breakout on the football field, means a break here on the Couch Potato Sports Show and your Rowlett Eagles Radio Network. We'll be right back. In 1998, Scooter's Coffee was born. Co-founders Don and Linda Eccles began their amazing journey when they opened up their first drive through coffee house in Bellevue, Nebraska. Their motto is, amazing people serving amazing drinks amazingly fast. Scooters only roast from the top 10% specialty coffee beans in the world. And their specialty, the Caramelicious. If you're new to Scooters, you can't go wrong with ordering this rich velvety caramel gem. So make sure you check out Scooter's Coffee, located at Rowlett Road in the 66 with a convenient drive through so you can get onto your business real quick. That's Scooter's Coffee, located in Rowlett. This is Sonny Clark, radio voice of your Rowlett Eagles, letting you know about the Mitchell Law Firm. Looking for a bankruptcy attorney in Rowlett? Talk directly to your bankruptcy attorney, not their paralegal. Get a personal touch directly from Greg Mitchell. The Mitchell Law Firm handles a wide variety of bankruptcy-related matters, including litigation arising out of bankruptcy matters in state as well as federal court. We represent both individual and small business debtors in Chapter 7, Chapter 11, and Chapter 13 bankruptcies. For more information, come in contact with Greg Mitchell at 972-463-8417. That's 972-463-8417. Or visit him on the web at www.mitchellps.com. Start the third or fourth quarter, equals. Second down and 13. Quick pass. It's caught there by Morrow out of the backfield. And he's going to push it down to about the 14-yard line. And on the stop for the Plano Wildcats, number 21, Sanders. Again, we've been calling his name a lot here tonight. Yeah, and that's going to bring a third and long for uh, Rowlett. Uh, uh, as you, you're going to want to see him start working on that clock. You feel confidence with your defense to uh, – uh, slow down that Plano offense. So th- I think right now in the fourth quarter, you're going to see Rowlett really try to work that clock. Yeah, they need to get into the end zone here, though. Give them a nice little lead here. Make it 24-7 to if they can. All right, so weeks back in shotgun. They got to get to the one for the first down. They're on their own 13-yard line. Quick pass slant. Caught by Dickens. Pushing it. Touchdown! Rowlett Eagles, he just pulled Chris in the end zone with him as they were pulling on the jersey trying to make sure he didn't get in there, Bill. Yeah, you're absolutely right. That was a great pass by Weeks, and really he just threw that ball over the middle, hit Dickens on the five-yard line, and he uh, carried two to three defenders on him from the three-yard line all the way to the end zone. Once again, Dickens is one of the hardest kids to bring down, so uh, you know getting him the ball is going to get you some positive yards. So they bring on the kicking unit, Aldana. 
for your Eagles as the kick goes up and it goes downtown for your Rowlett Eagles. So the Eagles have taken a 24-7 lead here in the fourth quarter with 11.07 left to go. Quick breakout on the football field. That means there's a break here on the Couch Potato Sports Show and your Rowlett Eagles radio network. We will be right back. This is Sonny Clark, radio voice of your Rowlett Eagles, letting you know about Chang Lee's Taekwondo in Rowlett. At Chang Lee's Taekwondo, we specialize in all types of Taekwondo, and you can also sign up for free instruction classes. That's Chang Lee's Taekwondo, modern training with traditional values. Check out our website for grand opening specials or one-month Taekwondo classes for $49. That's at Chang Lee's Taekwondo, located at 2212 Lakeview Parkway, Suite 100 in Rowlett, or give them a call at 963-506-4483, or check them out on the web at www.mychanglees.com. Back at Homer B. Johnson Stadium. Bill, give us a quick update on some of those scores. Well, a couple scores from our district uh, games so far uh, right now. Right now, uh, Grand Prairie's up on Naaman Forest, 28-6, to six, uh, with six minutes left in the third quarter. Uh, right now, Garland is in a shootout with um, Richardson Bergner, 36-31 in the third quarter. All right, here's the kick, and handling it at the 18-yard line are the Wildcats, pushing it up to the third. Big pop right there right at the 30-yard line, and big-time hit by the special teams, bringing it back number 27. That was Chris for the Wildcat. But your Eagles, now they have that lead. Now if the Wildcats want to run the football, the Eagles will say, Fine. Go ahead and run it. They'll take the time off the clock, and they got the big lead right now. Yeah, you're absolutely right. Uh, you know, at the time, it's not on the side for uh, for playing on. It looks like we're going to have an unsportsmanlike conduct on a um, well, actually a, a personal foul on Rowlett for face mask. All right. So that'll be, now have we determined is that a 10 or 15 yard walk off? If it's a personal foul, it should be a 15. So let's see what they're going to do where they're going to mark it from. That's going to be the huge thing, too, Bill. Yeah, so, you're absolutely right. There it is. So Okay, so they had two balls on the field. I was watching the one in the back. They took it to the 46-yard line. So it was a 15-yarder because they were at the 31. So that was a big-time penalty. Gives the Wildcats good field position, but they have to throw the football. they got to stop the clock and so they can try to get back into this game as they're down. So And they're set in that wide receivers, two near, one far, as Rogas in the shotgun gets the snap, hands it off, trying to get around there as Cumbie. And uh, how about everybody there? Number 84 for your Eagles on the stop. That was Moats who on the stop. So stood him up right at the line of scrimmage. Yeah, and it was a great penetration by that uh, Rowlett defensive line. Definitely a bigger size on our defensive line compared to Plano's, where uh, we uh, our offensive line has really kept uh, the Plano defense in check. Uh, our defensive line is definitely getting penetration on that offensive on on that huge offensive line of Plano. Starks was there also on that stop. The clock continues to run. Ten minutes and twenty one seconds left to go in tonight's contest as the Eagles have that twenty four seven lead. Second down in nine. There's going to be a timeout on the football field, and that one's going to go. 
to the Wildcats. So with the breakout on the football field, that means there's going to be a break here on the Couch Potato Sports Show and your Rowlett Eagles radio network. We will be right back. This is Sonny Clark, radio voice of your Rowlett Eagles, letting you know about Palio's Italian Restaurant, located at Del Rock in the 66. Make sure you get the opportunity to taste the Palio's Gourmet Pizza on their Facebook. There are many opportunities to find out about getting a free pizza or just take a taste of some of the other Italian plates that they have. That's Palio's Pizza, located at 6702 Doll Rock Road, number 122, or give them a call at 214-703-9711. Here we go. As keeping his rookie game well gone, goes ahead and pitches it up. Ball goes across, he's going to recover. How about that? A big-time gainer on the pitch coming from the Wildcats Rogas. And he had a there was it was a huge gainer for the Wildcats here on the near side of the football field and picking up the coverage. A big pop from Dylan Bauer and picking up the ball was number forty eight for your Rowlett Eagles. That was Chase Taylor again. What a night for him. Absolutely. And then you know, Cumby had a great uh, uh great run of that is he was able to get into the secondary of, of uh the Rowlett defense, but Dylan Bauer was just able to come up and uh, just put a pop on him, put that yeah. helmet right there where the ball was, and that ball came flying out about 10 yards back. 24-7, your Eagles looking to find a nail so they can start hammering it in the coffin against these Wildcats. Big-time different team than what they're used to seeing, evidently, as Weeks is in the lineup, puts the pass out, bolding with the catch. Going to push it down to about the 49-yard line. And on the stop for Plano Wildcats, that was Linus. Well, and you know what, Sonny, I was getting ready to say that I, I would expect Rowlett to be running the ball for the rest of the game and not see another pass. And sure enough, first thing is that they, they threw a pass. Yep. So the clock is running with nine minutes and 38 seconds left to go. Brings up about second down, about what, two there, Bill? Yeah, about two, yeah, about two and a half. So three near. For your Eagles. Nobody far for your Eagles. And back in the backfield is Lang and keeping it is Weeks. Weeks gets the first up, breaks it. Getting the run to the 40. Now down to the 30 before he's pushed out of bounds there. Number four for Plano. That was Wall. He got a little help from Bradley as well as he was moving them out of bounds there, Phil. Yeah, absolutely. And that was a great uh, uh, opposite field run by Weeks as he uh, uh, came up the middle and then scrolled out to the left and got to the outside. So, uh, Great run by uh, by Weeks, and then surprisingly showed some speed there. Absolutely, and when he got in, though, I was going to say, he looked like he put it into overdrive right there as the Eagles now have the ball first down and 10. Ball's on the 29-yard line of the Wildcats as Weeks looks this over here. Two near, one far for the Eagles, and laying in the backfield for the Eagles. Weeks waiting on the snap. He gets a high snap, and he had to get up a little high. Look at him go, though. Pushes it down to about the 22-yard line. It might have been design play. I don't know, Bill. You know what? That's a good question. I don't know either, but uh, uh, I think it was one of those uh, option choice that he has. If he sees that hole, he's going to go ahead and take it. If not, he's going to pitch it out to the side. And uh, and he sucked that hole. And, you know, he got seven yards of it, kept that clock running. And uh, as you can see now, they're actually – you know, they're sitting on the ball a little bit and letting yep. that play clock run run down. 
So here we go. It's second down and about uh, about three for your Eagles. Ball is at the 23-yard line of the Wildcats. Too far one near. They got the tight ends there, Bill. As they go ahead, hand this one off the lane. He cuts him in the middle, finding the hole, pushing it down to the seven-yard line. And that was a huge hole. He just darted right through it and laying uh, uh, we're gonna we're gonna have some fun watching this young man here in the next year too. Yeah, well. you're absolutely right because I think this is his coming out party. We didn't we didn't call his name once on that first week. Last week we saw a little bit more of him, uh, and now it's been kind of a coming out party for him. Uh, you know, I think w- the Rowlett offense has been on that field so much here in the second half that I, I think that Plano uh, team is I think their defense is just beat. Injury timeout for the Wildcats. We'll take the quick break and we'll be right back. Harlow Tree Surgery offers more than just tree trimming and tree removal. They also offer landscaping services, planting, stump grinding, as well as fertilization and tree health. So if your tree was hit by lightning like mine, or you just need regular tree maintenance, call today and book your free estimate at 214-695-6500. That's 214-695-6500. And let them know you heard it here on the Rowlett Eagles radio broadcast. We are back at Homer B. Johnson Stadium, Sonny Clark, and the Eagle Eye, Bill Cerna, as we come back here at 8.23 left to go. I almost like that. Yeah. So there we go. The Eagles now squared away first down and goal. Ball's at the, well, it looks like an eight-yard line. So two running backs in the backfield for your Eagles. With Tosh and Bolden, the only two wide receivers, they're split, one on each side. As they go ahead and hand the ball off to Dickens, he's going to get around the corner. Touchdown! Raleigh Eagles as they found the nail on the near side. They run it in for the touchdown. And it's time to take a couple of taps on the head of that nail there, Bill. Yeah, absolutely. And, they, they you know, the, for one of the first times this year, we've seen two uh, uh, running backs in the backfield with Langan. Oh, man, that with, was a great play. Yeah, with Langan Dickens. And, and that was their goal, just give it to Dickens and let him run. And, and uh, you know, I'm surprised they haven't used that more, but maybe they just haven't had to yet. And the Eagles take the 30-7 to lead. They're checking some things out out on the football field. Before they get the kick, yeah, they were a short one. That's what the deal was. Here comes Lang. He's going to step in as they bring on the kicking unit. Ball snap, ball down, kick up, and he goes downtown for your Raleigh Eagles. So your Eagles have taken a 31-7 lead here with 7 minutes and 59 seconds left to go in tonight's contest. There's a breakout on the football field. That means there's going to be a break here on the Couch Potato Sports Show and your Raleigh Eagles radio network. We'll be right back. Let Spirit Outfitters be your home for any of your specialty needs. Spirit Outfitters can do it all. Whether it's screen printing, custom apparel, spirit gifts, or embroidery, Spirit Outfitters has you covered. Need personalized apparel? We can do that. Want something just for you? We can do that also. Spirit Outfitters will let your imaginations run wild. Give them a call at 972-412-3440 or visit their showroom at 3538 Lakeview Parkway, Suite 101 in Rowlett. Or check them out on the web as well at thespiritoutfitters.com. Oh yeah, coming back with James Brown. 
Your Eagles have the 31-7 lead. Bring my crowd back a little bit louder. So, Eagles now going to go ahead and just glide out of this game. Let the Wildcats run the clock down. Let them run the football. Well, I don't think they have a, a choice unless they're ready just to pack in and, and uh, uh, just finish out this game. Well, they just haven't had any success throwing the football. And, you, and there's nothing that says that they're going to do any better as far as the Wildcats are concerned. So they go ahead, kick it. The ball's up on the ground. And almost. Parkman almost picked that one up as it get, went right off of the receiving kicker and picking up the ball for the Wildcats was number 24, Palmer, and he saved the turnover. Well, and then Sonny, this is something we talked about in our pregame was that this game doesn't come down on who's going to minimize the turnovers, who's going to minimize the, the mistakes, and that's exactly what's happened in this game. As, as Rowlett's been great to hang on to that ball, they haven't had any turnovers, and uh, Plano's had three, and every one of them, uh, actually two of the three have resulted in touchdowns. Uh, all three have re- resor- resulted in scores, so uh, definitely a big change in this game. You know, only six penalties for the whole game, uh, three on each side. Uh, wow. A few that were uh, obviously declined. But, uh, you know, a, a great game uh, in the sense of uh, uh, pl- uh, penalties. Look at the defense as they're just they're just agging them. They're, they're, they got guys moving up. The rush there by Rogoff, maybe a pickup of about three on the stop for your Rowlett Eagles, number 48. Chase Taylor again. He's you know he's turning into right there at the linebacker. Go ahead and say it. Yeah. Well, no, you say it. Go ahead and say it. No, (laughs) don't want to say it. Don't want to say it. We got to make Chase's own guy. Yeah, that's right. He's he's in Texas now. So there we go. (laughs) So seven sixteen left to go. Jared Elmore. And, and wow, a play action and pushing it around. That's Palmer at the quarterback position, and he pushes it down, gets the first down as he needed five. He got eight, and he just like stays low to the gap. He was low running. Well, I think they wanted to get some fresh legs in there and see if he can bring some spark uh, to that offense. But uh, once again, they've got to get back up to that line and move quick because you're down 24 with seven minutes left in the game. Yeah, and clock continuing to run here. Like I said, under six minutes left to go as the Eagles now look just to make sure that they handle this offense as Palmer's still in there at the quarterback position. He's going to take the snap in the shotgun. Two near, one far for the Wildcats as he's back to pass. He's looking. He's going to go deep down the field, leading the receiver just a little bit too much. Yeah, and then uh, he got uh, he got hit. Uh, um, Palmer got hit back in their backfield by our favorite linebacker, Taylor. Chase. Chase is such a perfect linebacker name. Yeah, it is. It yeah. Is. I mean, it's, it's, it's Jared, a stud name. Jared was a great yeah. uh, linebacker name last year, but this yeah. year I think Chase is a great linebacker name. He's had a big-time game. Yeah, it, it, like you said, the coming-out party for Chase Taylor. It's really cool to see. Here we go. Wildcats, two near, one far. 
Palmer still in the game for the Wildcats. As he gets the snap, he's going to take off and missing the tackle for the Eagles and pushing it down to the 40. Now down to the 35, big-time gainer. Gain of about 22 on that play before your Rowlett Eagles uh, Brennan was able to bring him down from behind. Yeah, and uh, it looks like the Rowlett defense has brought in a few uh, few new guys uh, on the field. New here. dudes. New dudes uh, here <laughs> on the field in the last six minutes. So I think uh, because... 24 lead, 24 point lead with six minutes left. Uh, maybe get some of these fresh legs out here and get them some playing time. Absolutely, get them some time and get them some experience because you never know when you're going to be called into action. This is football. Palmer back in the shotgun, back to pass. He's looking. Now he might take off. Yeah, he does. Goes to the far side field. Parkman was trying to catch him from behind. He ended up throwing it and went incomplete. Over there, well, and it looks like Ragas is back in the in the game. That they, they it looks like he's back under uh, uh, center again. Got it, Ragas, very good. So an incomplete pass makes it second down and ten. Ball still on the thirty-five of your Rowlett Eagles. Clock sitting at five fifty on the incompletion. Second down and ten for the Wildcats as they are on the Eagles' side of the football field. Like you said, not very many times tonight. And keeping his Rogas. Rogas breaking tackles. Look at him go to the 20, to the 15, 10, and brought down from behind. Fumble on the ground, out of bounds. Who are they going to give it to? They're going to maintain possession of the ball no, as he fumbled did. out of the bounds. They're actually going to give the ball to, um, to Rowlett on the one-yard line. So it was a fumble. I was thinking that he didn't have control of that ball until he got into the end zone, but they're going to give the ball to Rowlett on the one-yard line. So they will talk about it because here comes the white hat. No official word yet. I don't think they're going to do it, Bill. I think – did they aim it? Here it is. Yeah, it's, it's, it's Rowlett ball because he was tackled uh, near the five-yard line. They're putting the ball on the one-yard line. We recover the ball on the one-yard line. Got it. I thought they went out of bounds. We got that bar right there, so I wasn't able to see. But the eagle eye up on top of it, turnover by the Wildcats. Eagles got 99 yards to go, but five minutes, 39 seconds left to go. They may throw it once or twice to get out from being deep in the end zone or back toward the end zone. Then they're going to start running the football run the time off. Well, you know what, Sonny? Uh, it's good to have bars around you, but not that kind of bars. bars. Yeah. <laughs> Week is in shotgun. Mark that. That's Hermes. That's Hermes yeah. Yep, Hermes. He's in his own end zone. Three far, one near. So look for him to throw so they can get some breathing room. And looking to blitz of the Wildcats, Hermes is going to break it and get to the five. Now down to about the nine-yard line. How about a pickup of eight? On first down and 10 from the one. That will give them enough of the breathing room. And they will keep probably running the football as Sanders on the stop for the Wildcats. And they got the right uh, combination there as Hermes does a lot of running of the football. This is a perfect position for him to be in because of keeping the clock running. So here we go. They hand the ball off. Lang. Lang's going to be wrapped up there. Number 41 Upshaw, but it's going to be enough for the first down. So the Eagles and the 
They'll just stop it temporarily for the first down, and then they'll kick that one back in. As the Rowlett Eagles, some of the fans are making their way out of HBJ Stadium. Well, and, and I don't expect to see them put that ball in the air for the rest of the night. No. I think uh, they're just going to do some ball control, which they've been able to do with uh, uh, on the ground, and, and just finish off this game. Yeah, the wide receivers three near one far. I think Garrett Hermes or Lang are going to just continue getting the ball. Man in motion. Jet sweep. Yep, jet sweep. It's Watts. Watson is going to be a hold. Yep, good call. I saw it. Number 27 on the stop uh, for the Wildcats. And I didn't I, – do we have a 27 on that roster over there for them? Because I didn't write it down. Is, yeah, uh, yeah, it's Cody Chris. Thank you. I've been called it. No, I just looked at the. I just looked at the wrong line. There it is. Right there. Well, and I think they're going to call that the holding on Lang as uh, as uh, they were running that jet sweep. Uh, he just held his defender in in the backfield. Just a little too long. Number six. There goes that mic again. <laughs> Having a rough time on the white hat. I know. Mic usually tonight. it's us that has a rough time on yeah, the mic. Yeah, it's usually definitely. Hey. We, we're knocking on wood here because we haven't had any too many problems here. We we've solved a little bit of problems that we've had as it's second down and sixteen for your Eagles. Balls on their own six yard line. Well, and I think with that being said, Sonny, I think the biggest thrill that we have is just knowing how many people are actually listening to us and hopefully having as much fun as we are. Yeah, hopefully having much fun. Three near one far for your Eagles. Snap, Hermes going to follow picked up there by number 41 Upshaw he might have lost a yard or two that will depend on the spot they'll put that at wow look where they put that they put it on the four yard line uh, bring up now second down for your Eagles yeah where's that third down no, it should it's, be third it's third down yeah they, they just haven't changed it it's third down so Unless we're wrong. Hey, we could be wrong. High snap. Hermes brings it down. Pushing it down back to the six-yard line. We must be because now they're going to change it to third down. So, yep, that must have been second down. Man, I could have swore that last play was third down. This should be fourth down. So, but it is third down. Four wide receivers set for your Eagles. They say it's fourth and 16. And the sidelines, they wouldn't be going. If they knew it was fourth and 16, there's going to be a flag out on the play. And, and frankly, they just need to get that squared away. False start. 74. Offense. Half the distance to go. Well, third I, down. I don't they say it's third down. The scoreboard says fourth. And no, they just changed the third down. Yeah, because they just heard them. This mic worked that time. <laughs> All right, so third down. They'll replay it. They've got to get to the 20, in between 23 and 24 yard line. They're on their own six. Mark that. That's wrong there, too. They're on their own three, three yard line. So the play clock going down. That's what they're doing. They're running down the clock. 2.44 left to go. Hermes gets the snap, going around the corner. He's picked up by Sanders again, number 21. He's had a, a lot of tackles here tonight for the Wildcats, and that's going to take it down to the six-yard line. 
and the clock continues to run with 226. That does bring up fourth down. So the Eagles make the decision. Do they go for it on fourth down? They're going to run 23 seconds off the clock, and they're going to call timeout. Well, either they call timeout or they're going to uh, have a delay of game. We'll bring the clock down to about 154. So they're just hanging out, just waiting for the clock, and they do take the timeout. So timeout on the football field means the timeout here on the Couch Potato Sports Show and your Rowlett Eagles radio network. We will be right back. This is Sonny Clark, radio voice of your Rowlett Eagles, letting you know about Chang Lee's Taekwondo in Rowlett. Look to Chang Lee for sports taekwondo, black belt club, demo team, fitness kickboxing, teen and adult classes, as well as children's classes. Make sure you check out Chang Lee's grand opening specials. A trial special for $29 gets you four taekwondo classes plus a taekwondo uniform, or $49 gets you one month of taekwondo classes plus a taekwondo uniform. Uniform. That's Chain Lee's Taekwondo located at 2212 Lakeview Parkway, Suite 100 in Rowlett, or give them a call at 469-506-4483, or visit them on the web at www.mychainlees.com. How many? 31 unanswered points. 31. Wow. So, uh, yeah. Wildcats scored first, and then it's all eagles. They bring in the kicking unit, and Watson puts a boot in it. It's going to go down, and the Eagles are going to just let it roll down to near midfield. And so the Wildcats will have a minute and 43. They may just sit this thing in and get it going as the Eagles are going to improve to 3-0. This was a game we were kind of worried about, Bill, when we were getting set and getting ready to do the pregame show. Next week, Fossil Ridge, we get the long – well, mark that. The, Eagle and, the Eagles and I get the long drive. You just get to our home. I just get to go right in the neighborhood. Since I live out uh, just north of Keller over in Roanoke, it's going to be a easy uh, easy trip for me. Yeah. So if you want to come over and have some chicken wings and, and – uh, <laughs> Come out early. And come out early, you're more than welcome. Earlier. To. But if you come over, just make sure and bring a vacuum and, uh, and a lawnmower with you. <laughs> A quick pass near side off the foot of the intended receiver. And that stops the clock. And it's going to be second down and 10. And they have the ball on the 49-yard line of the Eagles, bringing up second down. And they're in no hurry as they'll probably run the play clock down as it's down. The clock is at 136. They got to wait for the snap to start the clock. And I imagine they'll just probably just continue they might as well practice right here throwing the football so rogas gets the snap nope that's palmer palmer now trying to push it and the eagles are going to bring him down keep him in bounds and let's see here both teams the eagles have one timeout the wildcats have two but i don't think they're interested no i think uh, they're just interested in getting this game over and looks like a them uh, Samuel Francis actually came into the backfield and is going to get a little playing time as he's the one that just had that carry. So now the Rowlett Eagles defense 
going to square up against the offense of the Wildcats at third down and seven. They pitch it out, trying to get it around the corner, trying to get some field is Francis. And he's going to get near the first down. Now temporarily stop the play because I think they're giving her, giving them the first down. So it does stop the clock temporarily. And on the stop for your Rowlett Eagles was number nine. That was Bryant. Yep. So they give him the first down. And the clock continues to run now. 43 seconds left to go before this one goes into the record book. It, impressive 3-0 and for him. They win the first two games by five. Here's the snap going deep down the field is Palmer. And no... Uh, no one on the same page still leaves 27 seconds Eagles win the first two games by five points combined they get a big time victory here tonight Um, this is what they needed going into a big time game they're going to do the long drive um, be in enemy territory I guess you can say this will be probably the biggest you know competitive game that they'll have next week yeah you're absolutely right and uh, you know at the if you can come out of that one of the victory and go four and zero and non non district, uh, it really helps leading into the into the district. Play. Absolutely, you're looking at a chance of running the table as they hand the ball off and getting around big time all the way down to the 11 yard line. As the Wildcats are not giving up, that's enough for the first down, and it is 16 seconds before this one is going to be closed out here. Uh, tonight and that was a great run by Francis as he was able to get that ball uh, down the field and you know once again you know you can bring some fresh legs in here and uh, give him a time a time to uh, uh, you know get some carries and, and he's making the most of it seeing smiles on the sideline that's so cool I, and we can see it from our booth which is kind of cool oh yeah I, it's, it's, it's it's fun seeing some of these guys have you know having fun down there I see a uh, uh, Dylan Watts playing along with um, uh, Parkman down there, having a little fun. I don't know if they're playing, I don't know what kind of dance they're doing down there, but they're having a little fun. Definitely. And that's going to do it as they just ran the play as we were watching the sideline. Didn't even see the play. <laughs> what happened? We were just watching the sideline because it's nice to see the Eagles have a good time. Uh, Parkman out there having a little dance there too. So the Eagles get the victory here tonight. And that, wow. They, do they want to get out of here or what? <laughs> they turned off the they turned off the, the scoreboard, scoreboard and everything. It's a good thing it was easy. Thirty one to seven here tonight for your Eagles as they get out of here. Uh, we're gonna take a quick break here on the Couch Potato Sports Show. We'll come back. We'll wrap this thing and um, and we'll update the website. Let everybody know the Rowlett Eagles got the victory here tonight. So we got the breakout on the football field. We'll be back here on the Couch Potato Sports Show and your Rowlett Eagles. Radio Network. We'll be right back. It always happens. 6 p.m. on a Saturday night and your heater or air conditioner goes out. What are you going to do? All the heating and air conditioning people are closed. How about 24-hour service available at 5-Star HVAC Contractors? You can be sure to be serviced amazingly fast. That's 5-Star HVAC Contractors serving Relev 24 hours a day, 7 days a week, 214-457-8441. Call the experts at 5-Star HVAC Contractors. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. 
yeah, the Rail Red Eagles get the victory here tonight. I'm going to shoot it on over to the eagle-eyed Bill Cerny. He's going to take a look at some of the stats and some of the other games that are still going on in the out-of-district games here going on tonight. As you mentioned, game's still going on. This was a quick game tonight compared to what we've seen so far. So let's go over team stats real quick. Uh, uh, pretty outstanding for uh, Rowlett as uh, they uh, doubled the amount of first downs, 20 to 10 to uh, to the Wildcats of uh, Plano High. Total yards, Rowlett had 487 total yards compared to Plano's 234 uh, yards. Rowlett's passing yard, total of 261 yards and 226 on the ground. So uh, definitely a, a great night, both in the air and on the ground. is very consistent between both uh, rushing and passing. On the penalties, Rowlett had five for 44 yards, and Plano had three for 24 yards. And the key stats, uh, team stat that uh, was definitely the calling of the game was four turnovers for Plano and no turnovers for Rowlett. Individual stats for the game, Preston Weeks had a great, unbelievable second half as he was 12 for 18 for the game, 166 yards and two touchdowns. Garrett Hermes was 5 for 10 with 95 yards, and Ladarius Dickens was uh, unfortunate 0 for 1 on the only pass he had, which uh, could have very easily been a touchdown as well. Very easy. On the Russian side of it, Preston Weeks also had a big game. Uh, as he was a uh, 14 attempts for 102 yards, averaged just over seven yards per carry. Mane Lang had seven attempts for 63 yards. Garrett Hermes had 12 attempts for 52 yards and a touchdown. Kobe Morrow had six attempts for 10 yards. And Ladarius Dickens had one attempt for eight yards, and uh, his only attempt resulted in a touchdown. On the receiving side of it, Ladarius Dickens had five receptions for 78 yards and a touchdown. Cameron Vitosh, as every week, makes uh, the most out of his receptions as he had three receptions for 69 yards and a touchdown. Uh, that's a touchdown in three star games for, for Cameron. Dylan Watts had three receptions for 49 yards. Donald Dodson had two receptions for 28 yards. Kenny Fershot had one reception for 24 yards. Well, we missed that. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Jalen Bolden had two receptions for 13 yards. And Kobe Morrow had one inception with no yards. For Plano High, uh, Aaron Ragas had was had three attempts for 11 yards, and um, three. I'm, I'm sorry, three uh, three completions out of 11 attempts for only three yards. Brenda Palmer had no completions for one yard, or I'm sorry, uh, no completions out of one attempt. On the Russian side of it, it was where they got the, all of their offense. Uh, K-Ron Cumbie had 12 attempts for 115 yards and a touchdown, 55 of it on one big play there in the first half. Brendan Palmer had seven attempts for 70 yards, so that was here towards the end, kind of on a, on a cleanup uh, uh, part of the game. Aaron Ragas had 10 attempts for 53 yards, which really shut him down from his uh, over 10 yards per average per game. Uh, Christopher Reese had one attempt for nine yards. And on the receiving side of it, um, not much to say for, as uh, Dylan Sterninski had two receptions for five yards, and Kyron Cumbie had one reception for negative two yards. Out of district games that have been going on tonight, uh, there was a big game over at Williams Stadium over in, um, uh, in Garland as Richardson Bergner was playing Gar- the Garland Owls, and this game went back and forth as, uh, as it's still finishing up right now. And the 
score as we speak is right now Berkner is up 49 to 39 with four minutes left in the fourth quarter. Uh, Naaman Forrest was playing over. Uh, oh, I lost it. Uh, Naaman Forrest. <laughs> well, and this this screen keeps refreshing on me right when I'm uh, uh, talking, so it doesn't make it any easier. They were actually playing in Grand Prairie, and they were uh, at last moment they're down 35 to six with four minutes left in the uh, in the third quarter. Our first opponent of the year, Louisville. Uh, right now they're playing McKinney. McKinney McKinney Boyd out in Louisville, and they're up 51 to 21. Wow. So they're uh, definitely we, we knew we see we saw a good ball club, uh, and they're definitely showing it. Uh, our opponent for next week, Keller Fossil Ridge, they're playing Saginaw right now, and uh, with five minutes left in the third quarter, they're up 33 to 12. Um, other scores that reflect uh, our district and actually uh, local teams right now at the end of the third quarter, South Lake Carroll. Uh, and Rockwall is in a slugfest as South Lake Carroll is up 30 to 23 there in Rockwall. So a great game going on, the, going on across the lake from us. Uh, also uh, around us, uh, North Garland right now, uh, actually they just got done finishing up. They lost to uh, Carrollton Newman Forest 14 to 7. Saxe played last night and uh, they uh, were struggling in the fourth quarter. They were down to Mesquite Skeeters and they actually came back with two late touchdowns to win that game, 41-32. to 32. And a game that happened right here at uh, Homer B. Johnson Stadium as Garland Lakeview Centennial beat West Mesquite 42-35. Uh, to 35. All right, so that gives you an update on some of the games that have been going on here. Your Eagles improved to 3-0. Go to their toughest game next week as they take on Fossil Ridge. You're going to hear the pregame show. We'll probably have that up. That game's on Friday, right? Yes. I hope it is. We'll have the pregame show up no later than Thursday night. We'll try to get it up Wednesday if at all possible. We'll see about getting that done as we'll recap tonight's football game and look forward to that game on Friday night and then see if the Eagles can improve to 4-0 and before they get into district play. And I... As you watch it, the Eagles are primed to sweep district. So if they get a good victory over there at Fossil Ridge, that's a very good possibility for the Eagles. Yeah, and that's gonna it's gonna be a tough game with that Fossil Ridge team as they're they're playing in their own backyard. They're actually not playing in their regular stadium, so this is almost like a neutral site game. But it's over at South Lake uh, Dragon Field, so it's it's closer to their to their uh, location, but it isn't on their uh, normal home. Stadium, so definitely be a tough game. It's a long travel for them to go across the Metroplex. It's about an hour drive to get over there, so uh, definitely want to come out and, and be ready to play. But you know, if they went to Louisville, they, uh, which is maybe an extra twenty minutes or twenty minutes less, so uh, and came out with a victory. So hopefully they can come in next week and be ready to play. Yep, big time game for the Eagles. We'll keep you up to date on everything that's going on with the Rowlett Eagles. So that's going to do it for us here. So thanks, Blog Talk Radio, for giving us the airtime, as well as the Eagle Eye Bill Cerna and me, Sonny Clark, the hardest working man in sports radio. That's going to do it for us tonight. 31 to 7, your Eagles get the victory. We'll be back here next week as your Eagles take on Fossil Ridge. Everybody have a great day. And good evening, and we'll see you later. Bye-bye.
Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day, Lil. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. BDW. Void or prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Join us today during the Jeep Celebration event. Right now, get 20% below MSRP for an average of 15178 under MSRP on the purchase of a 2023 Jeep Grand Cherokee Overland 4xe or Summit 4xe. Not compatible with lease offers or with any other consumer incentive set of offers. 15,178 average based on 20% below average MSRP from all 2023 Grand Cherokee Overland 4xE and Summit 4xE models and dealer stock. Residency restrictions apply. Take retail delivery from dealer stock by 4-1. Jeep is a registered trademark.